Christo Fufas on Talk Radio. Ash is talking rubbish. Street dogs. How dare you? Street dogs in Cyprus are treated appallingly. They're poisoned, kicked, treated as pests. I also have a, a Cypriot street dog. They deserve love forget and a good the, life. Forget the dogs. I've got some meat for you to eat. I don't know if I want to. You're a hungry boy. Come on, let's do it during the news. All right, thank you. Saving Pound Dog Cyprus, SPDC, is where I got mine. And ah. this one has asked for a plug for that. And I will happily give that over because that's where you get. Yeah! A Come lovely, on. uh, one, and... Oh, he has got a lovely slab of meat for you, look. Yeah, there you go. I really look at that. Stop, it's, stop. it's touching me, I can feel it. It's Thank you very much indeed to everyone surprised. contributing to tonight's programme. It's turned into chaos, but Get Ian Lee is time. coming He's up you the finger. next. slapping it on the table. Come on, here. just hit the button, Sam. On Talk Radio. James isn't here, just oh, The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways. <laughs> Sent over the weekend called Oh Fabio. Go and YouTube it. Unfortunately, due to the strict regulations on language and decency, we will never be able to play it uh, on this radio station because it's the, without a doubt the filthiest. I mean, she sings well, most it, of it so fast you can't hear it. No, I, it, it, well, let's just say it's, it's very romantic. Very, well, yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, your stories about sweating, please. Uh, when have you ever lied on national TV? Um, uh, if your best friend is a nonce, we can tell you what to do. And your favourite pizza toppings, 0344. 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I mean, I just, why, why would you... Why would you go on television and lie? Why would why would you go on television and just lie? But the thing is, listen, I'm an I'm a liar, right? And I'm trying. One of my default settings is to lie. It, 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 part of being an addict, part of being whatever, whatever. But my default setting is to lie, even if I don't need to. For a long time, 
lies would come out of my mouth. Right? I'm really working on it, and I'm so much more honest now, to the point where now, it's sometimes my default setting is really interesting, right? To, to me, is you might find it boring. Who can switch off and go and listen to Tom Snorbrick talking about blooming politics? Um, even now, someone might say, say I've seen a film, just think off the top of my head, and, and, and that I didn't like. And I come out and someone, person with go, um, oh, I really enjoyed that. Did you enjoy that? And I go, yeah, yeah, I, lo I loved it. And I'll do that. But now I'm in a position where I'll do it and I think, no, 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 I'm, that's not true. I didn't. I, I'm, I'm trying to people please by lying. So, so I now go, do you know what? Sorry, I, I just slipped into old behavior. Actually, no, I didn't enjoy the film. I didn't, it, it didn't really work for me. It wasn't my cup of tea. That's where I am. But what that means is my bullshine detector is, Mwah, voila. I, I can tell when a man is lying from 60 paces. And, and here's how you tell someone is lying. They give too much information. They just keep talking and give too much information, right? Um, Catherine, uh, ask me about sweaty pictures. Uh, uh, ask me, uh, to, to ask the question that she asked about sweating. So, uh, this picture, you, you weren't pictured with a, uh, sweating over it. No, it wasn't that. It was, uh, you she weren't dancing, doing a sweaty dance with a girl in a club. Due to a medical condition, I can't sweat. A medical condition? Yes, yeah, the, the medical condition. I can't sweat. And what is that medical condition? Don't know why you're focusing on that. What's your next question? Boom. You're done. That's it. But to go... That's well, an interesting point. I would like to go back <laughs> to it, please. <laughs> to go, um... Well, I, 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 this is what he did. He went, ha-ha! I have you there, Columbo. I have you. Aha! Uh -huh. And watch as this house of cards tumbles to the floor. Because, you see, on the day in question, I wasn't able to sweat. Because I was shot at in the war, and like many, many sh soldiers, I had uh, uh, an adrenaline overload, and I've, I, I can't sweat. I've been able to sweat recently because of some things I've done in the recent past. That's what he said. I can sweat now because of some things I've done in the recent past. Objection. Yes. There is such a condition. Yeah, he's not got it. He's talking out of his arrows. No one's got it. I don't believe it. An adrenaline overload stops you sweating. Mm -hmm. And hydrosis, it's called. In that case, everything Prince Andrew said on that show was uh, truthful, and I apologise to um, Eugenie and Beatrice for slandering and uh, libelling their father live on a late-night radio show. Bollocks. It's all bollocks. Then there's loads of pictures of him sweating. No, that was unfortunate. I never sweat, and I'm not in any way suggesting this for a second, but the only time I ever sweated that much was when I was on GAC. That's the only thing that would make just water pour out of my body, because I was off my face on, on cocaine. Now, I'm not for a second suggesting he was doing that, but there is evidence of the man sweating. There's also evidence of the man hanging around with a nonce. What do we deduce from that? Too honourable. Too honourable. Four days to break up with a paedophile, a child rapist. Four days! And get this, they weren't even that close. It was his friends, boyfriend. Four days to split up with a child rapist! My God! While staying at his house. My God, Miss James! My God, Miss James! What a, I, what a, I mean, I've not watched it, if I'm honest. I've just watched the clips I, on I Twitter. Have, I have. Yeah? Been it's this year's Bross documentary, isn't it? I, I tweeted that and loads of people got really angry. It's a, how, how dare you say that? How dare you say that? What, Bross was a serious piece of work? Uh, um, I predicted, and we could troll through the tapes, but I just simply cannot be bothered. I predicted when Harry 
met Megan, that the end of the royal family was nice. She was going to be the one that broke up the royal family. Um, I... What did you base that on? Her being Too a, modern. Her being a divorced American. What was it? And the attention that she was getting even early doors, right? Modern, divorced American. She's divorced, isn't she? Yeah. I'm saying that. Modern, divorced American. With her own mind. Um, who just didn't, who doesn't know the royal game. Even, even British, even Diana, a Brit. A, a lady died, the Queen of Hearts, and it still upsets me talking about it. So I've got to try to get through this. She was more English than the family she married into. And she didn't know the rules. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, so she was never, so Megan was never going to fit in. I didn't even, I didn't even have my eye on Andy. The royal family, once the queen dies, and this isn't a threat, your majesty, but once the queen dies, the dismantling of the royal family is going to happen, and it's going to happen pretty swiftly. While she's still alive, she, she, Andrew is her favourite, right? So while, and we've got Ren and we've got Noah on the line, we'll come to them shortly. Um, while she, she is still alive, he will always be in, in her heart, right? As soon as he's dead, as soon as she's dead, Freudian slip. Don't. Um, what was, there's been some terrible jokes going around. Terrible, terrible jokes. You th Prince Andrew thinks he can't sweat. Wait till he's driving through a tunnel in Paris. That was one of the jokes going around. That was one of the jokes. Awful. I'm not saying that I think these are funny. I'm just saying these are the terrible things that people say. Aren't people horrible on horrible. Twitter? Horrible. <sighs> Aren't they vile, though? People, people. Just look at the hashtag. Um, but the royal family, by 20... Two years after the Queen has died, the royal family will be um, William, Kate... And, and their kids. That'll be it. About Charles? No. 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 He knows. He knows that the, the family has to be dismantled. The, the, the monarchy has to be dismantled. And, and Andrew and Megan. Uh, Megan and, um, Harry are going to go and live in America. They're going to live in America. She's going to get like a chat show in the style of, um, the Sharon Osbourne show or Ellen. Um, and, uh, Christ knows what he's going to do. He'll do whatever. Um, so they, they're gone. They're out. They're done. Charles realises. Charles is a savvy guy. He shakes the hand of every tree he plants and sings them a song. This guy is savvy. That's a true story. That's not even, it's not even fiction. That's a true story. He knows what needs to be done. And that, um, the, the public faith in the monarchy has been destroyed, partly because uh, because of how Meghan is being portrayed. I'm not saying it's because of her, because of how Meghan is being portrayed. Um, and now massively, because his idiot brother, whose head is like a rectangle, went on television and lied for an hour. And of course he should have opened, I had not seen the interviews with Catherine, so maybe he, maybe he did this. He should have said, it would have started with Emily Makes going, um, Your Royal Highness, can I, Emily, if I may, before we start, I will answer your questions as honestly as is possible for me, but, but, but more importantly than that, I just want to give my heartfelt apologies and thoughts to the victims yeah. of Epstein. Didn't happen. And the families of the, vic the victims. What that man did was unforgivable, was awful. And I offer my full support to those poor people. Emily, please, your first question. Did that happen? No. No! 
Because it wasn't about them. It was about him covering his bean hole. That's what it was about. It wasn't about the women. And I think they were all women. Kids, girls, young girls, young women. The youngest was 13. That were thrown all over the world and raped. They were raped. <laughs> they were raped. Or in his words, Epstein's behaviour was a manner unbe unbecoming. Um... It was all girls, wasn't it? It wasn't. As it far wasn't as I boys, know, yeah. yes. <sighs> Dear. He still doesn't regret having um, been friends with him. That was the other thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you regret having met him? No, I met some people whose contacts were very useful. Well, he's he's still How friends. Would you say that he's friends with um, some real horrible people. <laughs> you know, dictators and the king of Bahrain, Sultan of Bahrain, or whatever. He's friends with some real horrible people. And it doesn't matter to him. Listen, I'm not really an anti-royalist. I sort of feel I should be an anti-royalist. But I've got a, I've got a soft spot for the Queen. I've got a soft spot for Prince Charles. I, I, I don't really know why. I quite like them. I, um, I sort of respect them to a certain extent. And I, I, but it's like, um, what's that thing? Cognitive Co dissonance. Cognitive dissonance. You've got two opposite things in your brain at the same time. They both have equal weight. One is I don't really think we should have a, a family, that, a royal family, where it's all based on birth. and other, But I, I quite respect a couple of them. Two or three of them. Two I can think of that I respect. So I'm not an anti-royalist, but man alive. Um, why is, why is, why, why, why is Prince Andrew, um, talking to Emily Makeless and not, I don't know, the police. <laughs> I don't, why is it not some sheriff there going, takes off his gun and puts it on the door. Boy, in your country, you might be some big shit, but over here, don't mean a thing. Uh, that's what you want. Watch that. Um, 0344 is the telephone. That, uh, that was very, very close to being an opening monologue. We need to keep that in check. Don't let me do that again. I'm not, I'm not James O'Brien, okay? Are you finished now? I'm finished now. Can I take that script? Here we go. Thank you very much indeed. This is Talk Radio. Neon lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Just, let's just do a couple of, uh, texts. Show, uh, tweets. I think there's a couple of tweets because I think that they're I important. Lance says, he's obviously lying, but child rapist? That's a bit heavy. She was 17. Clean your ears out, Lance. Didn't call Prince Andrew a child rapist. Didn't call Prince Andrew a child rapist. Also, uh, in the, 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 the 17 in America, uh, the age of consent, I believe, is 18. 18. 18. Didn't call him a, uh, listen, go back and listen again, Lance. Okay. We'll wait for you to catch up. And, um, Wicked Pickled Pimples says, get on with the show. This is the show. This is it. This is it. The show is what I choose it to be, what Catherine chooses it to be. It's whatever we decide it is, right? We have been getting on the sh with the show for the last 18 minutes. You absolute melt, right? This is the sh what, what? What is the show to you? You, t you tell us what the show is to you. What, Alan Caddick coming on and, and giving us the Grand National winners. Is that the show to you? Done that. What? What, what is the show... To you, it, what, what, what is it? Me, me making up games off the hoof and people phoning in very quickly than me cutting them off. Done that before. What is the show, Pickle Pimples? Tell us. Why don't you Why don't you call us up, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand at the proper KB and tell me what my show 
actually is, because I'm doing it now. I've looked at his um, tweets and replies, and they all seem to be um, to us or someone else at Talk Radio. So, what's tell me what the sh well, in that case producing from home. Let's wait at the pro at the proper KB. Let's wait. You tell us what the shot. We're just going to wait, everybody. Noah, Ren, Alistair, Mike, stay there. We're going to wait because the proper KB is going to tell me what my show is because apparently I have two days off and I'm not doing the show properly. So let's just wait everybody. Let's just wait. Let's play some nice waiting music while at the proper KB tells me what my show actually is. Here we go. Just waiting. waiting at the proper KB. What is my show? Seem to be doing it wrong tonight, so please tell me. No, no reply, no reply. Well, I tell you what I'm going to do, just to make things that little bit easier for you, if I click there and then I click block, um, then you can go and F yourself. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Noah. Good evening, Noah. Hello. Hello. Do it, do it again, but do it, but hold it longer. Hello. 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 There we go, the three <laughs> stoogies. <laughs> What's a delightful you little giggle? You, you remember Arsenio Hall? Um, I do remember Arsenio Hall, yes. Uh, the American television presenter and journalist and sort of chat show kind of dude, yes. Yeah, I, I liked him. He was brilliant in coming to America. Was he in Coming to America? I don't really remember Coming to America. He was the assistant, wasn't he? Was he? Mm -hmm. Okay. I didn't know. Here we go. TV presenters that have made movies. Arsenio Hall. John Stewart is in Big Daddy with Adam Sandler. Wasn't Oprah in The Colour Purple? She's been in several movies. Yeah. Oprah. That was a nice phone-in. Yeah, well, my my favourite Arsenio Hall moment was, um, <laughs> the show... He's <laughs> 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 actually got one. By the way, guys, and thank you, Noah, you, you did, I did say last week we'd do this, and thank you for reminding me. Dear listener, um, uh, as promised, what is your favourite Arsenio Hall moment? 0344 499 1000, uh, and, and let's share in the memories of Arsenio Hall, uh, may he rest in peace. Noah, please, continue. Yeah, well, my favourite moment was when, uh, Hulk Hogan went on his show and lied about using steroids. Oh, no, 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 did he? Yes. Ay, 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 that's outrageous. Why is that? Tell us why that's your favourite. Uh, well, I, I, I just, <laughs> hearing all the news, uh, this weekend, it reminded oh. me of that interview. Well, stay where... there, because here we go. Here we go. Whack this up a little bit, Sam. It's quite quiet. Hulk Hogan live on Arsenio, 1991. Hey man, good to be here. I here. know you've come to talk business because you wore jeans. Yeah, I'm kind of tight though, man. Got there you go, you see, there was Hulk Hogan on the Arsenio Hall Show. And just watching that now, even that short clip, um, has, has, has really brought home why it's so special. Yeah. What news this yeah. weekend? Well, uh, what you've been discussing. Okie dokie, yeah, yeah. Can you sweat? Um, I'm not so much worried about sweat as the overuse of the P word. 
Hmm, so many to choose from. Let's, are we going to play pee poker? When we get, if one of us says the right word, will you let us know? Yeah. Penis. No. Pedophile. Getting warmer. Gosh. Um, print? Warm, but not quite there. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very dangerous, faintly litigious game that we're playing. I'm enjoying Pizza? it. Yeah! Yay! <laughs> Why the overuse of the word pizza, Noah? Well, I think uh, some people from 4chan would uh, tell you that. Okay. Oh. You're not still hanging out with those guys, are you? I've never hung out with 4chan. How much am I allowed to ask you? Or am I allowed to ask you nothing? Well, you've pretty much put the... Uh, uh, building blocks in place. It's now for you to assemble them in whatever order. No, I, forget, forget that. How much am I allowed to ask you, Noah? Well, if you want my bank account details, the answer's no. This, I don't want to go that intimate. Well, I thought you wanted to go a lot more intimate with a lot more people. Oh, there we go. Um, how much am I allowed to ask you? Uh, one question. Make it good. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay, right, one question. All right. We know that you went to prison for, um, saying some very, very unpleasant, offensive, sexually offensive, misogynistic, racist things. Do you have any regrets? Um, they weren't racist, and no. Thanks very much. Can I ask you another question? You had your question. Okay. When did you get out? I said you had your question. I know, but you've not hung up, so I'll keep asking. I, I've got a question for you, though. Okay. All right. If you ask, I'll, 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 you ask me a question, then I'll ask you another one. <laughs> this is like Prince Andrew and Emily Makeless all over again. There's <laughs> <laughs> an evil laugh if ever I have one. Go on. Oh, I've got to make this good. Yeah. Yeah. Better than your one. Okay. Do you consider yourself the Harvey Weinstein of retro gaming? Um, in as much as I've never raped anybody, no, I don't. Or anything? I've never raped anything or raped anybody, no. So, no. Um, okay, all right. Let's, let's do this. I'm going to keep talking until you decide to hang up. I, can I just say, I'm really glad that you're ringing up, but I think we've got some housework we need to do, all right? Housework. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to read this. This is from BBC Online. Ah, uh, not those liars. Tell me what is a lie. Everything. Let me read BBC. it. BBC. Let me read uh, it. And uh, you, this is okay, isn't it? Let me read I it and you tell me. Okay. I'd rather not. Okay. BBC are full of scums, as are the Independent, the Daily Star. Okay. Absolute lying, I... filthy vermin. Okay, well then... And I don't want to be associated okay. with them. 
a vile racist. Right. Put the phone down. I'm going to read the story because I do think it's appropriate that we know the story. I'm not doing this to shame anybody. I just think it's appropriate, particularly on some of the comments that were made there by uh, by Noah. A vile racist who claims Hitler was born 100 years too soon has been jailed for 16 months. This is okay to do this, isn't it, Catherine? This isn't. I'm doing this because he said that there wasn't a racial element there. Hmm. Or not. What do you think? You think not? There is an argument that if someone's come out of prison and they've served their time, yep. they deserve to yep. be able to move on from Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, well, then we'll wait till he comes back. We'll wait till he calls back. And yeah. he will call back. Yeah. Um, but he was happy to talk about it. And we were, Up to a point. Up to a point. Up to a point. It was, but it was only when I mentioned the BBC that he hung up. Mm. He's obviously referring to the, the stuff that I got up to earlier on in the year that we've talked about on the air that I'm not going to talk about again. I find it very um, strange the way he phrased it. Well, uh, yes, comparing me to a rapist is, uh, is, is horrendous and is, is unfair. But w w what I will say... No contrition there. No. At all. If anything... He'd removed the gloves and still had the, the, the fists up, ready to fight, sans gloves. Noah, if you're listening, I would love, I was, I'm so glad you're calling back, and we've, we've, we've talked about this, um, before, while you were, uh, while you were in prison. Um, I mean, you can have a pop at me about what I've done, but I'm very, very open about the stuff that I've done, so if, if, if you want to, I'm not saying... Also, he stopped doing it, so... I, I, yeah, I'm not saying it to be combative, I'm saying it because I'm genuinely fascinated, and I, I, I really thought... There would have really hoped that prison could have been the making of that man because I see a real, um, I see a real bright brain in there, and I see a nice guy in there. Not in any way justified. If you know the crimes, and I'm not going to read them out. If you know the crimes, horrible, right? Horrible, horrible, horrible. Not in any way condoning them. I have seen through our conversations. I have seen another side yeah. of that. Um, briefly, sometimes. Briefly. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I would have hoped he would have, he would have been remorseful. Uh, he's not. He came out fighting. I think there's um, always been quite a lot of pride in there as well, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely fascinating. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boss. The unpredictable. What's and the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Uh, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We've got loads and loads of calls, so let's crack on. Good evening, Ren. Hello, how are you doing? Um, not great. What have you got for us? Um, uh, that was an epic Prince Andrew rant, which I totally agree with yep. in every way, shape or form. But uh, to look back on it, do you not think that maybe Andy was actually hung out to dry by the establishment? Um, go on, ex ex explain. Well, it strikes me that he was very coached in his, in his answers and his answers weren't great. And you could see the times when Emily Maitlis was talking to him. And he knew these questions were going to come up. They didn't necessarily know which order they were going to come in. And there you see these curious missteps and an utter lack of empathy for the victims of, of Epstein. But what's, what has that got to do with, with um, the uh, establishment? That's just, him, that's, just, that's just the arrogance of, of someone who has never had anyone say no to him. 
because there's another set of pictures which haven't been published in the mainstream media. Oh, Are you Jesus. aware of them? Where, where can I see these pictures? Nobody can. Oh, Jesus. Ren, Ren. I'm not Ren, I'm not Ren. Uh, do you know what? I'm not in... So, you've seen them, have you? No, but I've Right, well, it sounds a bit like bollocks to me. I'm not buying this... Th 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 so, there are some except pictures... That some, uh, th except there's some published. So, have they been published they did, or not? They didn't publish the pictures, but they published the, um... The surroundings behind the oh, picture. You're, you're, grabbing, you're grabbing at fantastical um, conspiracy theory nonsense. The press haven't got any time for Prince Andrew. If they had the pictures, they would print the pictures. They've all been after him. There's no, there's no, there's no. The press aren't trying to protect him now, saying, "Well done, that was a great job." If they had the pictures, they print the pictures. It depends on how much money was being asked for. Oh, Ren, you live in a fantasy world. That's I just don't. simply not. You do. You, so there are these pictures that you've heard about that no one has ever seen, but because someone's paying a lot of money, they won't print them. Utter, utter guff. Grow up. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I do I know. I do know. I do know. Right. Show me the pictures, and then I'll, 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 I'll possibly believe them. But even then, I'll still I'm question your, it. I, Ian, I'm on your side. I, I get. No, you're not. You're not. We are on very, very different sides. You're talking conspiracy theory nonsense. I want to talk fact. Okay, so there's a problem with the interview itself. Did you see it? I mean, the fact is, is that it was taken place in Buckingham Palace. Now, surely the Queen has got to give her assent to that. Yes, she did. Consent. And then he comes out with that utter gut. Yeah. I don't, you don't, with, 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 with this, this, all you're doing is highlighting that the man is stupid and a bad liar, not that it's a, a an establishment hanging him out to dry. I don't really know where to go from this. I'm trying to help, but it's just... Well, but you're not saying anything. You need to, 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 I don't, I don't really need help, but also, you're not saying anything. You, you've, you've, let's put the pictures to one side, because that's, that's fantasy nonsense that, that 12 year old kids like to think that, that everybody's oh, God, got no, this. No, I'm not, I'm not, no, no, I'm not saying that at all. No, I'm, I'm saying that, saying I'm that saying, I'm saying that 12 year old kids who like to believe everything they read on Twitter and the internet, uh, are hanging on to truth. Those, those pictures, they, they don't exist, alright? So forget those, okay? So, so, so it was recording in Buckingham Palace. So what? what the, 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 the people, the, the guards had their guns pointed at Emily Maitlis? What are you saying? What I'm saying is, I think quite clearly that Andrew is as guilty as a puppy sitting next to a pile of poo, and you've got the Queen saying, yeah, that's the case. No, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. I would say he's guilty, guilty of lying. We, we don't know he's guilty of anything else, and we certainly wouldn't want to suggest he's guilty of anything else on this show. Um, but it, it was a very poor performance, but the, he's the Queen's favourite. Yes. Um, I, I was watching The Crown the other day about the Abafan disaster. Um, do, have you have you seen that particular episode? Of episode? The Crown? No. Yeah. And, and, and it really shocked me, actually, because she's talking to Harold Wilson and she's saying she doesn't want to go to Abafan after the disaster. Right, you know The Crown, so I'm really sorry, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not going to allow you to cite your history from a drama on Netflix. I would like facts, not something inspired by true events, all right? Well, this is the problem, isn't it? Is that how do we define what facts are? Well, a fact is something that actually happens. The, the Crown is not something that actually happened. It's a drama series for, the, like for the slow of thinking to, to think they've got some personal involvement with royalty. Except... Except, no, <laughs> that's what it is. Except the Queen has done this thing before. She did it with Diana's death. What did she do with Diana's death? She didn't come down to London when, a, when people wanted to see her. Why, why should she? And exact, 
Um, because she's the queen. Well, why should she? Her daughter-in-law got killed in a car crash. Um, uh, she was... Her daughter-in-law was killed in a car crash. Yes, Think of it that way. Think of it that way. Think of it that way. In, in human terms. Her daughter-in-law, who she'd had a very prickly relationship with, died in a car crash. And what, you wanted her the next day to come out and go, hey guys, don't worry, everything's all right over here. Don't work like that. Doesn't work like that. But she did it before we'd have a fan. From you, which you've got from the crown. And also, you've got... Ren, to... I'm, oh, Jesus, you don't have to talk some rubbish. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you understand how much the Welsh actually hate the English? Sorry? You, you do that. You just go, you can how many dead cats have you got there? I beg your pardon? How many dead cats have you got there? I've got three live ones. Okay, because every time you come on, you pick up a dead one and chuck it on the table. Hmm. Maybe I won't ring you again. Oh, then. you can pl pull that, play that card if you want. You did it last time, but uh, you can ring. But be prepared to be challenged. I and am, please I stop am prepared to be changing challenged. the subject. <laughs> what has the, the Welsh not liking the English got to do with anything? Because of, uh, because of other fun. And <laughs> okay, you got ten seconds to tie that in with what we're actually talking about. Because. You've just witnessed, we've all just witnessed a senior member of the royal family humiliating himself on TV. Right. Now, how was he allowed, to, hang on, how was he allowed to be put into that position? What do you mean, how was he allowed? He's Prince Andrew, he can do pretty much what he wants. He's an arrogant SOB. He is an arrogant SOB. Right, so that's how he, he did it. And the Queen still had to grant permission for him to be in Yeah, she granted college. permission because she thought it would help. Oh, good God, well, who's advising her, then? What has that got to do with the Welsh hating us? Um, because the Queen was dragged to Aberfan because she didn't want to... What has that got to do... What has, what has the Welsh hating the English got to do with this Andrew thing? Oh, we've gone really off at a tangent. Tell me way. about it. You have, yes, you have. <laughs> the fact is is that Andrew should never have been allowed to give that interview for the question. Why? It's a great bit of telly. Brilliant. Why? Why was he given permission to do that? Well, because he's Prince Andrew. He can do pretty much what he wants. No, he can't. Yes, he can, Ren. He's Prince Andrew. He's the Queen's favourite. He spent his entire life doing pretty much whatever he wants. People are out there suggest, well, saying at the very least that he was very good friends with a paedophile. At the worst, they're saying he's a paedophile. He decided he want to go, wanted to go on television and try and correct it. It was a really ham-fisted, terrible, terrible interview that backfired horribly. But the only person, the only person that could say no to him was the Queen, and she, and she let didn't. him do it. And she didn't. Yes. So therefore we should be raising questions as to why a monarch is allowing that kind of stuff to happen when her favourite son is so close to a paedophile. Well That's done, yes. Really. We should be raising those questions. Well done. Which we are. Why are you yelling at me? I'm because, not yelling at you. No, because you're, you're so frustratingly dumb. That's why. Okay, well, that's, that's silly. 
but the, the fact is... We spent half really... the thing talking about you getting your historical data no, 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 from a Netflix television series, no, no, and then going off and telling you, then you sell us a MacGuffin about the Welsh hating the English. Got nothing well, to do, do with this. It's got nothing <laughs> to do... First of all, that's a massive xenophobic generalisation, uh, and is untrue for the, for the most part. Can't Secondly, it's it. irrelevant it to don't. this... No, this is my show, Ren. I'll do it exactly how I want to do it. Don't tell then me to calm down. Tell me as you want to. It won't get anywhere. No, it won't because you're too thick to argue. You're talking utter, utter guff, as you consistently seem to do. The fact is, our monarch has granted permission to somebody who was so close to a paedophile. Right. Where the FBI presumably are wanting to extradite him. Right. And it's done in front, in, in Buckingham Palace. Right. In Buckingham Palace. Yes. And? The building that we own. We we pay. Right. Andy is on the sovereign. So ground. you're upset that the, you're upset that the filming was done in a in a building that we own. That's what you're upset about now. No. Then what, what are you talking about? Try and focus on one thing. What are you talking about, please? The Queen is our sovereign, and she's our monarch by right. definition. Yes. She's given permission to her. Um, a son who liked his paedophilia or... No, 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 I'm not letting you say that. No, no, Ren, shut up, Ren, shut up, because I'm getting us both out of a legal hole that you've just dropped us in. He does not like his paedophilia. He was friends with a child rapist, okay? That does not mean he likes his paedophilia. Watch your... Watch... Ren, will you shut up? Ren, will you shut up? Because I'm saving my ass, your ass, and talk radio's ass, all right? Because you're not as clever as you think you are. Watch what you say. He was friends and associating with a man who was found dead in a yes, jail. Yes, we know that. Yeah. Let's get to the point. The, the Queen... Because I've got no idea what you're talking about. The Queen has given permission for that interview to happen in Buckingham Palace. Right. Now, the location is irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. Well, what's it's the relevance very, of the location? What, what's the relevance of the location? Because she is signalling that she believes her son. She's not signalling. Well, she does believe her son, apparently, but she's not signalling anything by allowing it to be done in Buckingham Palace. The, the location is irrelevant. I do not. He, li he lives there. He did it in his house. If I want people want to interview me for TV, I say, well, can you do it at my house? Sometimes they can, sometimes they can't. But it's not his house, though, is it? And it's not the Queen's house, um, either. Ren, they live there. Oh, they house. live there. They live there, all right? We, we know what it means by their house. They live there. Ain't yours, all right? It ain't yours. No, clearly it's not. No, clearly it's not. But when I was working as an A-level physics teacher... Oh, God. My you talk kids. Went... I beg your pardon? I said, oh, my God, you talk kids. Yeah, I did. Blimey. Would you like to say something even more outrageously offensive? Um... I did it for five years and Oh, that those died. poor children. Where did you do it? In a school? I own that school! How dare you! I told those children in physics. In a school, which I own. Get out of there. How dare you? That means the headmaster is implicitly giving you permission to spout stuff that goes against the Bible. You I'm see what I mean? The location's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. It's, it's, it's a MacGuffin. It's a wild goose chase. Nothing to do with it whatsoever. Hmm. Did we get to Sorry the point no. of this call? No, well, okay. I don't know. Thanks very much. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. The radio show where the owls 
are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. Sam's back. I was off for a bit, and Sam's been off for a bit, and thanks for filling in the other day. Brother. I've been here all the time, waiting for you two to exactly. sort yourselves out. We'll talk about that in a bit, but we've got so many phone calls. Here's the, here's the thing. You, you, you cannot cite a drama as factual history. I mean, I'm sure it's, it's, it's pretty close to... But it's, also, it's a TV drama for Netflix. I don't know what happened with um, the Queen in uh, Abavana. When, when was that? 65, I'm going to say. 64 or 65. Terrible, terrible tragedy, wasn't it? It was, um, uh, the, the, the landslide, landslide onto a, onto a primary school. school. Awful, awful, awful. Um, I really don't quite know what that's got to do with Prince Andrew. When was it? 64? I'm just looking it up now. It was around... 66? 66. It was that late, was it? Gosh, okay. Um, so, you know, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. I've, I've had a couple of days off because I've not been well. And... I'm, I'm still not feeling very well, but it just dawned on me. If you're talking bollocks, I'm going to call you out. I'm really, I'm, no, I'm not even sorry. I'm just, I, I think I have got, and in terms the show has got, a little bit lazy in I've allowed some people to get away with talking guff. Have you? <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> I think I have. And I'm going to call, doesn't mean I'm going to get all argumentative, doesn't mean I'm going to get all boisterous, I'm not going to get all bullying, it's still peace and love, peace and love. But if you're talking rubbish, I'm going to call you out for talking rubbish. I think that's only fair. I think, I think that's, I think that's my job and I think I've been neglecting that side of things a little bit. So, but, and likewise. I, I don't think you have. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Well, I'm up in it. I'm up in it. Let's go to Tyrell. Good evening, Tyrell. Hi Ian, hi Kath. Hey Tyrell. What you got for us? Um, I phoned you, well I phoned uh, uh, last week about the, uh, the sighting the ghost at school and, um... The one? Oh, the ghost uh, with the eyes, the, the, uh, the, the kid looking at the notice board with no eyes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the reason I'm ringing tonight is, um, um... Well, I'm, I'm just coming to the end of, I've been on a, a tramadol withdrawal program. Um, I had a car accident about six years ago, and since the car accident, I've been on a mixture of popogamol, morphine, and tramadol. And for the last three years, I've been kept on the highest prescription of tramadol that you can be on. And, um, I've decided, I'm a single parent, I've got two kids, and um, I work, and I found that I was totally destabilised by the tramadol. I was basically living as if I was in a waking coma, and what I've decided to do is, is I'd, I'd had enough of the tramadol, yeah. and I felt it was like a poison. And, um, oh, my favourite Arsenio Hall moment, by the way, is, is in Coming to America, which I thought he was brilliant in that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, man! It's a great phoning! It's a great phoning set by a racist. What's your favourite Arsenio Hall moment? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Anyway, back to, uh, Darrell, what else you were saying? Yeah, um, I just, 
wanted to get it out there to people who were in a similar situation to me who yes. been been put onto prescription drugs by doctors um really in a in a situation to keep them down well, no, I'm uh, going to interrupt you there and I'm going to stop you there. No, I can't really allow you to say, I'm on prescription um, medication prescribed by a doctor. My advice is listen to your doctor. Uh, continually question your doctor if you're unhappy or unsure or you feel that you're using the medication not for the purpose for which it was in intended. But n no, n listen to your to your doctor. I'm glad that you are breaking free. I'm glad that you, uh, 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 you know, I don't know if you have completely finished the tramadol. Not it's a, one hell of a drug, tramadol. I was on it for a very short period. Um, but you do have to listen to your doctor and also discuss with your doctor any concerns that you may have about prolonged use. I'm surprised they kept you on it for six years, did you say? Uh, the, the tramadol I've been on for three years. That sounds, um, I mean, that sounds, I'm surprised by that. I believe you, but I'm surprised by that because that is a very, very strong drug that is, as far as I'm aware, only meant to be used, uh, short term. But, um, you're off it now? Um, well, what I've done is, um, for the sake of the kids, um, you're supposed to be on a withdrawal for about three months where they reduce the... Yes. The thing, but I've I've done it in a month. Oh. The reason being because oh. I'm, I'm no, d d just trust me one second, Ian. Okay. And I really believe, and my willpower has come through to the point that I've been able to do it, and it's been hard. When did you last take your tramadol? Oh, six o'clock tonight. This right. is my last week. And, and how you? This is my last and you feeling okay? Um, I'm. Um, I'm not so edgy now. Now it's in my system. W when was it? So you said one at six o'clock. When was the one before that that you took? Six a.m. Right. And how how are you feeling at let's say four p.m. this afternoon? Um, well, at two o'clock this afternoon, I was fast asleep because when my body goes into withdrawal, I become very passive and very sleepy. So I normally have to try and sleep the tiredness out of my system. Um, but I also, I'm, I'm also on, um, lithium, and I'm also on pregabalin. And, and are you stopping on, those? You're carrying on with those? For now, I'm keeping those. Here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing, right? And Tyrell, I'm not telling you what to do because I can't and I wouldn't, right? But the, 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 the withdrawal from, if you've been on tramadol for three years three months sounds like a very short withdrawal a month sounds like nothing but also the doses of your tramadol will be working in conjunction with the doses of your lithium which will be working in conjunction with the doses of any of the other drugs you're on there is they, they are very well they should be very well balanced and calculated i've got to say to anyone listening and i've tried to come off antidepressants to anyone listening follow your doctor's suggestions please i hope it works for you tyrell i really really hope it does um but uh i i i wouldn't recommend that to anyone else no no i mean i'm on i'm on antidepressants i keep taking the antidepressants i've been taking antidepressants for about 15 years okay um Yep. And um, before that, I, I was I was actually transferred to antidepressants. Before that, they thought I had epilepsy. Um, but it was when they did deeper CTs that they actually found that I was suffering from psychological trauma. I was suffering from okay. PTSD. All right, listen, we're getting a little bit. We're, we're getting a little bit.
tech savvy, a little bit technical in the noodle, and I'm not, I'm an Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonator. I am not the doctor, no psychiatrist. I'll be back, Dominator Genesis movie. I am, uh, standing for, uh, mayor of California. I am Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I'm not medically trained, Tyrell. Tyrell, I, I wish you the very best of luck. Um, but again, guys, you know what I'm saying, man? You know what I'm saying, Sim? I tried to watch Terminator Joe. I spent an hour the other day, an hour trying to find a film to watch on Netflix and Amazon Prime. The furthest I got was 15 minutes into Terminator Genesis. Well, I don't know that was. Let's go to Pete. Hello there. Hello there, Peter. <laughs> um, I actually, ha believe it or not, I have a favourite Arsenio Hall moment. This is fantastic. Noah's back. He's got. He's, he's brought weapons, but he's also brought a great phone-in topic. Your favourite <laughs> Arsenio Hall moment. Away you go. Well, this this is uh, to do with Ghostbusters. So after the first film came out and was a big hit, uh, they decided to make the cartoon the real Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. Um which is called that because there's another cartoon. Anyway, um, and... Ernie don't, Hudson, don't, who, don't make me do a run on you, Pete. Don't, stop stop sorry. going off on tangents, buddy. Please. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ernie Hudson, who played Winston Zedmore, um, actually auditioned to play Winston Zedmore in the cartoon. He auditioned? Wow. And he didn't get no, the part. No, no. Imagine auditioning for the part that you made famous in, in uh, a movie, auditioning for the cartoon version of it, and you don't get it. That's awful. That's racism in America today. Well, that, that's it. And the part, of course, went to Arsenio Hall. Imagine having the, the word arse in your name. <laughs> Arsenio Hall. Arsen Wenger. Mr. Arseman. To name but three, um, and so that's your so your favourite moment is him stitching up um, another black American performer. I mean, when you put it like that, yep, it, it doesn't sound great. It sounds, but, it sounds, yes, yeah, that, that is doggy dog in in the movie. It's one business. of my best stories. So, Pete, yeah. thank you very much indeed. Um, you. Uh, can you give us a little? I know. You, listen, we're going off on topic here a little bit. Give us a little teaser for the Doctor Who Christmas special that's coming up. There isn't one. Ah! There is one! But there's not one. That, there is one, and that's why you're not the... Now, now tell us who got fired in last week's Apprentice. There's a new, there's a new year special. N shut up. Tell me who got fired in last week's Apprentice. Oh, it was thingy. Yeah, and that's why you're the Apprentice correspondent, and not the Doctor Who correspondent. So please, mate. He's not please. a special. Please, mate. Stop bitching on Twitter. Stop phoning. Shut up. Shut up. Big Finnish audio. Stop which phone is the Doctor Who Christmas special. Honestly, me and Kath had such a nice chat. Yeah, I know. Nice I heard. And you, I'm going to kick him so hard Please. up his TARDIS in a minute. He'll disappear. <laughs> his time and relative dimensions in space will be broken. I'm going to I'm going to break your chameleon circuit in a minute. That's a joke for Doctor it, Who it's fans. Dimension in space, not dimensions. You can let him talk to you like that. I'm going to get K9 and shove him down the hole in your penis now. Yeah. Already uh, there, mate. Already there. Yeah, you're disgusting. Disgusting. But absolutely disgusting. Apologies to any young people listening. K9 is not in his penis. It's Doctor Who Sonic Screwdriver is in there. And he's loving it. So don't touch that. 0344.
499-1000. We got Stephen, we got Alistair, we got Alan, we got the makings of some content. I can say that. It will be okay. It will be okay content. It will be great content, guys, and we need more of your calls. This is The Late Night Alternative. Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle are every week. I've turned to radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It was the summer of 79. I met a boy on the scene in the Lower East Side. He was scribbled words on the walls, spray painted the town, hip-hop, punk rock. Bottoms up, side down Yeah, the front was burning And the city was turning in its grave Beats were breaking Bomb D-trains Scraping through the tunnel To the fright of day It was the Two thousand and six, CBGB's closed the curtain. Final act, Patty Smith. Showers collapsed, the compact disc was obsolete. Boredom is the birthplace of creativity. He stayed in his bedroom with his MacBook Pro. Nine eleven, great recession dwarfed the padded Pluto. Stop and frisk weighs the risk for mainly blacks and Latinos. He was a content creator who blew up on IG. Hashtag fame, internet celebrity. Made a million dollars mining cryptocurrency. And the world was trolling for America to become great again. Guns were pulling, Kanye West was running for president. Singing Samo, S A M O. Do you know what Samo means? Just the same, isn't it? Same old. It's graffiti. It was graffiti in America in the oh. late seventies, early eighties. Uh, all over. The, like, I believe, like we have Helch today. You know, we have Helch. Yeah, I've seen so, Helch. Yes, yes. Wait, you've seen Helch? What does he look like? Um, There's a big Helch in Windsor. Um, as you drive, I don't know if it's still there. You, there was a big Helch. Does anyone knows what I'm saying? You know what I mean by Helch? 
Sam doesn't. So Helch is like this big graffiti. There's a guy big called Tag. A tag. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was, it was graffiti autograph. I was going to put. It's um, so Helch is this guy. We assume it's a guy because we still live in the patriarchy. I think a, a guy said he did it, but then he would. Um, and uh, he writes Helch everywhere in big, big letters. Now I've said it, you'll see it everywhere. And there was a big one on the way into Windsor. On there's a, there's like a uh, you know uh, thing, and big like twenty foot letters Helch. And apparently the Queen was uh, was very upset by it. She doesn't care that her son hung, hung out hung out. This unfortunate choice of phrase, considering that um, Epstein was murdered by uh, the old uh, hanging. Um, but that uh, she doesn't mind that, but she does not like Helch being visible from... She here's the thing, guys. I lied earlier. She doesn't really live in Buckingham Palace. She lives in Winter Castle. So she lives mainly Winter Castle. If you, I don't know if ISIS are listening, but if you're camped outside BP Buck Palace... Wasting your time. You're wasting your time. You want to get to the castle. That's where she spends most of or her time. Or does she? We are obviously acting on behalf of Her Majesty. We've Main been given a licence to uh, spin. Mainstream media. And by the way, the pictures that Ren was talking about that no one's seen, uh, Kath showed them to me. We've obviously got them here because we work uh, for Rupert Murdoch, 50 Years of the Sun. Hip, hip, hip. Uh, and I've seen the pictures and they really are outrageous. And um, unless, unless Prince Andrew keeps us topped up in uh, milk bottles and cola cubes, those pictures will get printed. And somebody is in for a nasty shock. So Ren, I apologise for um, saying it was conspiracy theory. Nonsense. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Catherine, thank you for standing in. Standing in. That's, that's a patronising to Christo stands in for James Whale after. What, what, what was the excuse James, James gave? He fainted. He fainted and he banged fe- his head. He fainted and he fell over and he banged the back of his head. Backside. Because backside interesting choice of words because if if i faint and fall fainting oh i'm gonna fall forwards and my head is gonna clip the table i'm gonna clip myself there mm. what if you fell fall, over something well he, he bounced backwards the only thing i could think of did they check his knees for grass stains i don't because know quincy the only better. thing i can think of is, some, is someone giving a blow to the back of the head gosh he's someone and then someone gives him a blow to the back of the head so Why would they do that? That's of. very dangerous. Very dangerous. Very, very dangerous indeed. So, I'm just suspicious. Um, let me put, I, this, this out of context doesn't really mean anything, but, um, um, uh, I, I love, I love this clip so much of, of, you, you know the Larry Sanders show? I've got them on DVD and we got about halfway through season two. I mean, this is, this is, um, Larry Sanders talking to Hank. I, apropos, not anything to do with what we just talked about. Let's make fun of her. Okay. Whack Hank. it up. Sorry. No, no, in fact, why don't you just laugh in my face? I mean, you might as well do it now. You and Artie do it every time I turn my back. That is not true, Hank. She was half the judge! No, there's just one of them! So she's a... She is a judge! She is a single judge! Mother was ill. Uncle about that! Got it. It was a back tooth, Hank. I forgot there was an F-bomb in there. Made me feel alive, made you feel alive, Sam. Certainly made you feel alive, Catherine. Gave me right on jolt, yes. Um, Thanks for, um... Coming to work. (laughs) (laughs) It's what I did. I didn't, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. That's all right. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. 
Felt terrible last week. Ter still feel terrible. Here's the thing. I still feel terrible, man. Still feel terrible. Uh, but what are you can do? I've got bills to pay. You know, I've got, I've got, I've got bills. i got bills to multiply in. And I'm losing control. Is the power your supply is electrifying? Anyway, I think two days off was a good call. Oh, I could do with more. I could, I, honestly, I could could have could have done with more. I just I just can't afford it. And I, 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 I need the money, man. I got five cats. I got five cats now, Sanders. You know, I got two more cats. Five cats. So I need the money. Um, but here's the thing, I'm very lucky that I have a boss that I can say I'm feeling really lousy and he says, uh, fine, how, how long do you need off? By the way, here's a number that this company, that the News Corp has, if you want to phone them up for help, you can phone them up. Um, and, uh, all I did, Thursday and Friday, it was sit around, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it was sit around, just be miserable, slept a lot. Cried quite a bit. Got, I'm going to be honest. I got quite good at Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, CODMW. I like to call it for short. Won a couple of games online, um, and generally pondered the whole pointlessness of existence. And and what is what what what? Here's the question. I don't. I, this isn't like a phone in. I'm just just Alistair and Alec, Alan Oil come to me. I just this. I explain while I was off. While I was off, it's just what the what the. What am, what am I? What am I? What is this? What is this? What it was that man? It was a real. What is this radio show? What is my life? What is my relationship with you? What is what is what is my relationship with the kids? What would make me happy? What is not making me happy? And it was it was heavy. So Thursday I didn't do anything. Friday I had to go and pick the kids up, but I spent. And this sounds awful. Uh, I don't care if it sounds awful to you. It's what I had to do. So when you go and get stuff, I spent the shortest amount of time that I possibly could with the kids. I picked them up and the babysitter came and I went. And I didn't go and watch them play football. Uh, I had a terrible cold anyway. So I didn't, you know, so there was the, the Saturday. Oh, you came round. You brought your, your kids round. Yeah. Uh, and cooked me some food, which yep. was nice. We annoyed you for two hours. No, it was nice. And then I, I just played games. I don't think I even watched. Movie Sunday. You watched Bruce Lee. I watched. I watched some Bruce Lee ripoffs on Sunday. Went to an NA meeting and uh, I came back. I played a lot of hanging out with kittens. Hang, a lot of hanging out with George and Patty. Um, but just feeling awful, awful, and I feel awful now. Right? like really awful. Um, uh, but what are you going to do, man? Well, here's the thing. I'm great. At faking it, man. I'm great at faking it and going, yeah, man, let's, uh, I'm not always great, I don't always go right. But uh, that's the thing I've learned is to go, all right, let's just, just do the show. But I'm full of anxiety. Anxiety is never normally my thing as well. It's normally depression, but anxiety, very anxious, worrying about money and work and, you know, it's my position in society. But the anxiety is flitting about, isn't it? Trying to find somewhere to land. Oh, I, I clipped my wing mirror. Last time I damaged wing mirror, it cost me 420 quid to replace and I'm thinking, I'm getting anxious about that. I'm getting anxious about about money. Money is a very big worry at the moment, even though it, actually it shouldn't be. So I'm, I'm not saying this, please don't send me ghost hugs. I don't like ghost hugs. I'm not saying this to garner sympathy. I'm not saying this so that you phone in and go, we oh, think you're great, and we just want to set your shot. No, it's not what I'm doing it. I'm doing it partly because it, primarily because it helps me to do this. It helps me to kind of, um, get my thoughts. Um, 
But I guess I'm also doing it because I know that I've said stuff on Twitter and some of you have identified and gone, oh, I'm feeling that yeah. as well. So I'm saying it so you hear the idiot that stole the strawberries on I'm a Celebrity, you know, that, you, that maybe someone will identify with it. Then I had a session with my therapist today, the first one in ages, and... um you know I'd done all my work on my dad. <laughs> Turns out I hadn't even touched the surface. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of work on dad. Oh. A lot of work. Big, lot of crying today about my dad. And about how he was a lousy dad. <laughs> he was a lousy dad. Um, so, that's, that's, that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. On that bombshell, let us go to Alan Caddick. He's asleep. Listen with your eyes, listen with your eyes, and hear everything you see. I can sing a caddick, sing a caddick, sing along with me. Tall and handsome and wonderful and wise, he knows the Grand National winners. He is Alan Caddick, Alan Caddick. Alan Caddick to Good night, Alan. Sleep well. Precious Prince. We love you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, four. Welcome to give us a call. Who's that? It's not Brian Walden. It sounds like someone there. Started out uh, Winston Churchill. Oh, nice. Oh God, I know it's I know it's a Cyril Smith. Right, move on. Stop. Move on. Move on. Alistair. I thought it sounded a bit like Jimmy Savile towards the Well, it, it, neither of those gentlemen are, um, <laughs> Britain's favourites anymore. Alistair. Hi, how you doing? Well, uh, I know you Jimmy Savile's well. not. Now then, is, is that, no. he's, he's in the, Jimmy Savile is in the jowls. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you a virtual hug. Both of you, over the line. Oh, God. Say, I love you guys. Hey, Alice. Hey, Alice, you're not back on the booze, are you, mate? What's going on? No, I'm not. I went back to the meetings today because yep. I had a week off of, um, you know, everything. And um, I was a bit embarrassed because I'd, wa- I'd actually walked out of this particular meeting last week. And I walked in and uh, about three or four people came up and gave me a hug. There you go. No one cares. Did you, did you walk out in a huff or did you just leave? No, I, I kind of just left. Cause yeah, I, I leave, I leave meetings all early all the time. Sometimes I don't fancy the, um, serenity prayer and the hug at the end. I just don't fancy it. So quite often I'll leave, you know, as anyways they're doing group announcements. I'll, I'll take that as my cue. No one cares. Well, actually, someone did call me out of it for it on Twitter once, but no one, no one really cares. No. Um, I've, I've I been mean, to a couple of meetings. I went to one yesterday and one today. I've, I've decided yeah. that, um, I'm going to feel, I'm feeling miserable. Okay, right. Um, but being passive, however much I want to, is not working. So let's try and be a little bit proactive. So I've gone to a couple of meetings. Yeah. Me too. Thing was, I'd, I'd actually walked out right at the beginning because I realised I should never have gone. But um, yeah, every, everyone was great. No one cares. No really one cares. Really nice people. Yeah. Here's, the, here's the thing: if ever I'm, if ever, if I'm in a meeting and there's someone who is obviously struggling. Or a newcomer, and they get up and walk out early. If it's a if it's a bloke, 
I will quite yeah. often not, I, I have gone out and chased after them and just checked that they're okay. Yeah, yeah. Just say, you all right? You, you, you don't want to come back? All right, well, you're welcome back anytime. That kind of thing. Do you want a phone number kind of thing? Yeah. Um, but that's it. I mean, no one, no one, no one cares. No one's going to think any less of you for walking out. No. And if they do, that's their issue, not your issue. It's their problem. I mean, the thing was, is, um, my weekend's been, uh, well, probably it doesn't sound half as bad as yours, but still walking through Treacle a bit himself. Yeah. And, um, but it was great to listen to Kath on Friday. She was good, wasn't she? I, I heard a little bit on Thursday and I heard about an hour on Friday before I had to switch off because I was nauseated at how good she was without me. I thought, I can't listen to this hairy piece of trash anymore. In fact, Catherine, can I just say, I'd like to confirm that the 30 grand was given back to the bank. <laughs> we know that. Oh, uh, this is Alistair, the, you told me about this, he nicked 30 grand. Yeah. Good for him. was. Spent it all on tattoos. I don't want any police listening to the show. <laughs> no, no police don't listen not. to the show. I've They're too busy out stopping searching. <laughs> you're safe. You're in, you're in good company here. Yeah. Um, well, good. Keep going to meetings. I, and I heard, um, you say that you spoke to a solicitor and you're a little bit more confident about what's yeah. happening at the end of the month. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You're a good man. Well, well. You're a good man that's done some stupid things and you're facing up to it. Yeah. That's what, that's what it's all about. I wanted to ask you, Ian, have you ever been to Tramps yourself? Have I been where? To Tramps? To Tramps. I don't remember. I mean, I totally wasn't there on that night in question. I was, um, <laughs> I was, uh, having a family bucket. Oh, that sounds <laughs> awful, doesn't it? No, I, no, I, I, I that night in question, I, I didn't go to Tramps, I was having sex with children. What? No, 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 I no, I, I've never been to Tramps. Is Tramps still going? I have no idea. Oh, it, it sounds like a very old-fashioned kind of place. It's funny when that bit in the interview, when they asked that question, I did kind of just laugh, because uh, Prince Andrew just looked to his left. He said, I don't even know where the bar is. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Uh, all, you I, look at their website, it's got quite a nice video. <laughs> in all honesty, I have not seen the interview. I've seen enough. I, I might watch it if I get very bored, but I just, you know... Uh, but I, people, I don't, I, anyway, I don't understand the conspiracy theories. I just think he's a very arrogant man who uh, has, no one has ever said no to him, spoiled by his mum who happens to be the queen, and in his arrogance genuinely thought that him going on and talking a load of bullshine would, you know, he's, he's used, he, all his life, right, he's had money, arrogance and charm and i bet he uses charm i bet he certainly did as a younger man good looking pilot it would have oozed charm right a prince would have oozed charm and i bet he thought he could ooze his charm on britain i bet he was thrilled when he saw it was an attractive young woman interviewer because he thought he could charm her and uh unfortunately no one bought it andy no one bought it you stitch yourself up like a kipper mate indeed Anyway, Ian, I hope you feel better soon. Soon. Thank you, Alistair. Did we do the quarter past break? We did. Okay. Yeah, That's after Caddick fell asleep. I was going to use that as a little breather. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand for the first time this evening. The switchboard is empty. Empty le pouvoir. What does pouvoir mean? Power. 
the power. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, j'aime la pouvoir. Who am I doing an impression of? Who am I being in French? J'aime la pouvoir. I like power. J'habite la pouvoir. I live in power. No. Um, how do you say I have? J'ai. J'ai le pouvoir. He-man. There we go. No, en français? Uh, le, le, Louis Arm. Louis Arm. Louis Armstrong. That's been Louis Armstrong there, ladies and gentlemen. You do an impression of someone in French and I'll, I'll work it out. Okay, hang on. Uh, Your turn next, Sam. Uh, je retournerai. Terminator. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. I'll be back. back. <laughs> okay. Sam, it's going to be Sam's turn now. Sam is pretending he's taking a phone call. But we're going to ask Sam. You can phone in with this. This is a fun game. Phone in and do an impression of someone, but it's got to be in French and it can't be in their voice. Okay. Look at look at him pretending he's trying to get hold of Stephen from Glasgow again. Why is he get, he keeps phoning up? Put the phone down. He'll ring up. He'll ring we'll up. Pick it up. He wants to, Stephen, phone us up. We can't get you back. Sam, could you do an impression of someone en, en français, s'il vous plaît, Monsieur? No. What do you mean no? Oh, oh, is that it? Oh, uh, no, no, uh, no. Who says no? Doctor, doctor, no. The, the doctor, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry? Do you want me to do him? Yeah, go on. Je n'ai pas besoin de l'argent. Uh, une, une motam? <laughs> je n'ai pas, je n'ai pas besoin de l'argent. I don't know. I don't need. I don't need no badges. No. Le, le, l'argent. L'argent. Le, le, agent. No. L'argent. L'argent. I don't need any deter- money. I don't need the money. I don't need the money, babe. Who's that? Gemma Collins. Oh, God. Let me take Stephen, because <laughs> Stephen's um, going to get a biff on the old nose. Stephen, you're live on talk radio. What's your problem, man? Yeah, hello. We've, yeah. We, 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 what, what, he's tried to call you back about 15 times. What's going on? I keep seeing you on my screen and then oh, you disappear. Oh, God, I'm... What one? What one? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All concerned. Anyway, what about, um, about you, Steve? I, I omitted uh, a few details from uh, the other nights I called you. Um, I, I'd been hanging about in uh, a really rough part of Royston. Okay. Now, <laughs> uh, try to score some. Oh? Try to score some drugs. Oh. Uh, but but they were Valium drugs. They were they were street Valium. They were still they, they were still yeah they were still they were still illegal and they were still they could still. Okay, uh, I'm going to ask you to just fast forward the story ever so slightly past the standing on street corners trying to score drugs, and I'll tell you why. It's completely selfish. I'm finding it quite triggering. So let's so let's just fast forward past that. So you've got the drugs. Right. Now, now what? Right. Now, I take a handful of them and I can't remember what the hell from uh, opening my front door yeah. to lying on my bed. Wow. It's, 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 when did this um, happen? It, when did this happen? This happened when... Uh, at, I, I got less addictive to the heroin than I could... Okay, when did you buy these, when did you, when did you buy these drugs? Was it today? Oh, no, no, this was, this was, uh, 
a week and a bit ago, at least okay. three weeks why, ago. Okay, and why are you, why, why are you telling me? I'm telling you, because I got drunk, uh, because I got mugged, um, uh, 70 pounds, my mobile phone, my, my iPhone that I'd spent, it was a fully reconditioned, uh, <laughs> and it was, it cost me 375 Imagine pounds. the street valium you could have bought with that, and you bought a phone. Uh, well, who, well, who mugged three, uh, the dealer? It was... No, no, no. Why it did you take was, a £300 uh, pound phone when you were going to a rough part of town to score drugs? They knew me. They knew all of me. And they knew that that was my... Here's the uh, thing. When, here's the thing. When, 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 um, you know? when drug addiction is involved, madness follows. And if you, had, if you were not addicted to uh, drugs, you would not have got mugged. It's that simple, <laughs> isn't it? It's that simple. <laughs> Yeah, if yeah. You, if and you I hadn't been standing on that street corner, yeah. you wouldn't have, you'd still have your telephone. I even try and leave it a couple of days, uh, so that if anybody sees, anybody sees any pattern to my, you know, scoring or... Oh, I, I used to have two dealers. I used to have two main coke dealers, um... Partly for convenience, when one wasn't there, the other one generally was. Didn't always work out like that. But also because by the end, I didn't want either one to know how much cocaine I was buying. That's how insane this is. <laughs> That's how insane <laughs> it is. So I would go and buy shed loads from one and shed loads from the other. So they would only think I was getting half what I was actually using. So it's insane. But here's the thing, man. You, you, you got mugged because you went and bought drugs. Yeah, where, addicts, where addicts are involved... There is, there is like a whirlwind of madness around them. Yeah. Yeah. So stop taking I've drugs. I've got a couple of, I've got, I've Stephen, what's your hand, Stephen? Stephen, no more of the F-bombs, please, mate. Oh, sorry, sorry, pal, sorry. I, 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 I always try and steer clear, but sometimes it's... Well, tr no, no, you've had two. One right, more and you're off right. tonight. So steer right, clear. okay. Right. Right, so how much fun were those drugs you took? Uh, these, these, um, they're, they're white, um, I don't know what the they look like. How, the drugs that you took valium, the night you got uh, mugged, how much, the, how much fun was uh, it? They're valium, uh, all peel are called whites, and they're valium. How much fun was and, it? How much fun was it? Yeah, it was um, fun. It was a lot of fun. Did you have a laugh? No, 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 no much fun Did you have really good sex on them? Sex? Ian, what's sex? Right, so, so hang on a minute. So, uh, on the night that you spent, on the night, on the night, on the, on the night that you went out and uh, bought, spent a lot of money on drugs and then got mugged, you didn't have a laugh with the drugs. You didn't have excellent sex with the drugs. Did you, like, create something? Did you write a song or, or write a book or something on these drugs? No. No. no so, they, what a waste make, of your life. Feel, yeah, they make me feel less nervous. My doctor won't prescribe them. Good, um, good. Because you're an addict. Stephen, I don't know what I can do. Here's the problem, right? Several problems. I found quite a lot of this call triggering. The fact that you said you don't remember what happened when you got home. There is part of me that's going, oh, yeah, that sounds great. And that's how insane addiction is, right? Because everyone else is going, well, that sounds horrible. I'm, I'm thinking, I've got to be honest to say, I'm thinking, 
Now that sounds very interesting. I wouldn't mind some of that. That's how nuts addiction is. But why? So I've, I have to be careful personally because I find some of what you're saying very triggering, and, and by that I mean it makes me salivate, right, for drugs, which I don't want. <laughs> why are you? T why are? Why are you going into so much detail? To me, and I'm not telling you not to, I just want to know why you're going into so much why? detail about drugs with me. Why are you telling me? Right. Um, you're not class you as a... No, no, no. I, you, I want you to answer my question. Why are you telling me, in really specific detail, your drug stories? Would you rather or not, then? Is that what you're saying? Not, no, no. What I'm saying is, and listen, I'm being very specific in my words. What I'm saying is, why are you telling I'm me in, why are you telling me in really specific detail your drug stories? Why are you telling me? Because, um, all my old, uh, friends have got, uh, work and really well-paid work. And so I've I got really well-paid work, so well, I don't, why are you... Envious. Envious. What? You're envious of them. Real, real envious. You're envious of them? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've got a really well-paid job. So I don't quite get that point. Why do you feel the need to tell me about your drug use. I don't understand. Are you doing it... All right. Are you doing it to show off? Are you uh, doing I'm it... I'm not sure. Ian, if I was a show-off, I'd be up every night fucking you. What, 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 what was that, an F? No, okay. All right. So you're not doing it to... I'm just asking, right? I'm not in any way judging. I'm just asking. So you're not doing uh, it to show off. <laughs> Are you doing it... Um, because you, are you, are you telling me because you want help stopping? Um, I've got, I've got two leads of, uh, support that can easily help me. So what, okay, so that's not the reason. So why are you telling me? I'm really, I, I really can't work it out why you're phoning up and telling me this. Um, uh, Am I the only one that phones up and talks about, um... You're the only one that goes into such specific detail about scoring Street Valium and then being mugged, yes. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not criticising you. I'm not shaming you. I'm just, I just yeah, don't know why you're, why you're doing was, it. The mugging was just a real shock. Mm. I just don't know why you're, why, I just don't know why you're, 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 you're telling me about your drug use. I'll stop that then, right, Ian. Yeah. Uh, if that's what you heard, then that's on you. That's not what I said. But if that's what you heard... Right. Right. I just want to know why. Why you're telling me. Because I, I don't... I don't know why. I, in my head, I think that you are somehow asking me to tell you how to stop taking drugs. But actually, I'm not sure that is what you're saying. No, do you know, I think you're right, I think you're right in the first place because I've saw you, I've saw you, um, I've heard you with so many different people and, 
and some of the some of the stuff that I've listened to has really opened my ears and really made me question myself whether I really need to be because these these aren't real real um, I won't I won't say the the because I, I won't say the name of the the street drug. Um, but um, <sighs> how far away are you from Glasgow city centre? Oh, um, let's see. I like a good walk. A it good walk. Me about 40, 40 minutes. Oh, okay. Well, listen, you're in luck, man, because there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There's about 40 NA meetings in Glasgow. Is that right, aye? Uh, <laughs> so let's see, let's see. Okay, so on, let me go to Tuesday. There is, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight meetings in Glasgow on Tuesday. So let me just throw a few oh, places out to you. Tuesday, right, right, right. It's tomorrow. So let so, are you near anywhere? Are you anywhere near? Um, uh, a pen. Hang on. No, no, don't wait. Don't forget the pen for the minute. Right. Are you anywhere near Partick Bridge Street? Anywhere. Sorry. Partick Bridge Street. A lot of the streets have changed, you know. Uh, I, I suppose I could ask. I could, I could make my way down there and ask. And well, here, let, me read, let, me read, let me read these places out to you, and you tell me if any of these ring a bell, right? So there's St. Simon's Church in Partick Bridge Street in Partick. There's the Lodging right. House Mission on East Campbell Street. There's, oh, that's a women's meeting, you can't go there. There's St. Conval's <laughs> Chapel <laughs> Hall on Hapland Road in Pollock. Oh, I don't know about that. There's Patrick Berg Hall in Partick. There's the Wind Centre, W-Y-N-D, Six School Wind in Paisley. And there's the Crypt Holy Cross Church in Govan, Govan Hill, is that how you say it? Govan Hill? Uh, Govan Hill. Govan Hill, is that near you? Yeah, uh, 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 no, really, no. There's St. Benedict's um, Church in Westerhouse Street, and that's the last one on the Tuesday. Yeah, I know a closer one towards... What's, um, the, what's the actual area? What, what, what's the If you're not actually in Glasgow, where are you? Don't give me the street, but just tell uh, me the area. No, North Glasgow. North, North Glasgow. What would be... Uh, would you feel comfortable uh, telling me the first three digits of your postcode? Like G14 or whatever? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, Go on. Yeah. Go on. What is it? G... G21. That's all we need to know. Don't tell me anymore. G21. Right. right. So I'm going to put in G21, and I've put in so five miles away from G21. All right. Let's have a little look. Where are we looking at? Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, so they're five miles or less away from you. There are five meetings. One of them's a women's meeting. You can't go to that one. 
Um, <laughs> so, let I me mean, just find, um, that's just for today, basic text, never alone, um, unity at the crypt. Oh. I tell you, here's a good one, here's a good one, look at this. Four o'clock tomorrow, St. Simon, this is less than five miles away from the postcode you've just given me, right? Four o'clock okay. tomorrow, St. Simon's Church, 33 to 37 Partick Bridge Street. Right, that's, that's, that's right in about a few minutes, but, but I'll get there, boss. Here's the thing, Stephen, if you get there ten minutes early, you get a cup of tea and a biscuit, free. Oh. There we go, mate. Cup of tea and a biscuit, you might even get two biscuits if you tell them it's your first <laughs> time there. <laughs> Seriously, and I know we're having a laugh, but... <laughs> Right. See, uh, the Divine Comedies fact, the, yes. There's not everywhere's got as many meetings as that. Um, but there's, there's loads of meetings you can do tomorrow. You want to know how to get clean? That's why I think you're phoning up. That's what I think you're asking for, but you don't have the language to ask for it. So I'm gonna tell you, go to a meeting, man. Go to, you can do that meeting if you like it. You go to, there's, there's, there's loads at seven. The rest of them at seven, seven thirty that night. So go to a meeting, Stephen. It doesn't have to be the chaotic mess that it is right now. You don't have to keep getting robbed and taking pills and you don't know what they do. You're not having good sex. You're not laughing. You're not falling about on the floor giggling. You're not creating. What's the point? That's the point in it. Thank you, Stephen. Um, speak to you later in the week. This is Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents. Um. Cross dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We were all singing along to the uh, Eamon Holmes jingle there. It turns out Sam can do quite a mean Sam impression. Sam can do a mean Eamon Holmes. Fella. We've not put him on the spot because he could he could get the sack for that if Mr Holmes is uh, is. Do uh, it. Go on. Good morning, ladies. <laughs> 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 the thing is, that's what I say when I in my house to all of my cats, <laughs> which means poor Jock. Five cats now. Ay ay ay. It's the best. It's the best. But I have to feed them all separately because the babies have been eating the girls and the old ladies' food, but it makes them squirt water out of their bums. Oh no! Um, and the other day. Patty did a really runny poo and she got it on her paws, so I had to pick her up and clean her in the sink, so I've got scratch marks all down me, because I didn't want to, I just put clean sheets on. But then she went and ate some food, and then she came in the bed and she was getting brown paw marks everywhere, but it was cat food, because she'd walked through the food. But the babies sleep on the bed with me, and in the middle of the night I can wake up and have a little stroke. The girls, steady on. Oh, Catherine, please, for goodness sake, do you think I masturbated my cats there? I don't, I don't masturbate with my cats there. What, you kick them all out? Yes. Daddy time. Yes, I do. I let them in when I've finished. I'm not going <laughs> to masturbate with cats on my bed. Who do you think I am? <laughs> a member of the royal family or something? No. <laughs> I will not oh, God. do that. Oh, no. Don't do that. 
Um, no, they do it for me. Um, <laughs> don't. Uh, and then the girls are on the floor watching and they're a bit grumpy. Mucky doesn't sleep in that room anymore and Velvet is just, um, gotta be honest, I think Velvet is dying. I think she's dying. She's so old and frail and so thin. And, um, sometimes I'm woken up by the sound of her stomach gurgling. That's weird. But she gets, she's very wobbly at the moment. Very wobbly. So I, I don't think Velvet's gonna be around for much longer. Or she might outlive all of them. I mean, she's nearly 21. It's incredible. It was uh, delightful when I came to see you and uh, I said five hellos before I actually spoke to yeah. a human being. Oh, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it, 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 by the way, um, Dave has just awarded you Top Homes on Twitter. You got top, the Top Homes Award. Um, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's mayhem. It's costing me an absolute fortune. But I love it. I'll go home tonight and I'll have to wrangle the kittens and the girls will be sat higher up where the, the babies can't get to and just looking down and look at me as if they, they're still here. Th this was not meant to be a permanent thing and we have to have the conversation all over again. It's a tough old, uh, gig. Let's go to Rory. Good evening, Rory. Good evening. Ian, Ian, Catherine, Catherine. How are you R Rory's drunk. Okay. I'm not drunk. Not. Can, I we, can we do a show? Can we do a show one night, I don't know if it would be possible, where no one's drunk, no one's high, no one's coming down, everyone's just straight, man. Everyone's just straight. Let's do, can we do that? Is that possible? Yeah, with actors and stuff, probably, to get actors to yeah, do Yeah, he's totally mashed up. Anyway, Rory, what can we do for thee? Um, yeah, I was at that meeting, actually, that the, the one in the crypt in Glasgow, that was really good. There you go, you see? Yeah. There's loads, there's loads of them, of them all too. over the place and they are worth checking out if you've got a problem. Yeah. Can't discuss what goes on in them though. Exactly. That's why I'm, I'm waiting for your next point. All oh, right. Um, do you know about Summer Walker, who is a US singer? No, but I tell you what, I, I have noticed, right? The people have been atting me and Catherine. Yeah. With and then adding someone else going, hey Ian and Kath, such and such would make a great guest for the show, and then the person who's at it go, I'm I'm down with that, and I'm looking going, okay, well this puts a bit of responsibility. So I'm looking at their thing and going, why would they think I'd be interested in this? But then I'm googling them and going, I, I have no idea who this person is or why you think. We'd be in, uh, loads of people been doing it recently. It's embarrassing, please, isn't it? It's embarrassing. Please, please, please. It's not fair on us, and it's really unfair on the person. If you've got an idea for a guest, send me and Kath an email, ian at ianlee.com, right? We both but don't get those, be offended if we don't go for no, it. No, exactly. We've both got those emails. We both get that email. So if you send an email to ian at ianlee.com, it's not coming to me, it's not going to Kath, it's going to both of us, right? Or phone up the show. Or, or you can tweet us, but, but don't at the person in it, because... It's just, it's just, it's just rude, man. It's just rude. So we've now got this American comedian who thinks we're hot for him and this, uh, two American oh. comedians that think we're hot for them and, and I don't know who they are and I've, and I've Googled and I've looked and just gone, nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Anyway, oh, Rory, yeah. you, you, yes, sorry, what? She, no, I didn't Summer know, Walker, I not Summer Walker. On the show anyway because, yeah, Summer Walker. Okay. She, 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 um, I saw this article last week on BBC News, and she said that she is cancelling her gigs because of her social anxiety. Uh -huh. And I just thought that was very strange because, yeah. like, no, like, P 
people. I'm a performer and you're a performer and you have talked in the past about things, social anxiety, maybe you haven't given it that name. And people, actors, um, often talk about, you know, being able to perform on stage and be very good at it. And uh, But then, you know, not being able to go down the pub and talk to two people in a in a room, you know, and they find that more difficult than being on stage. So I just thought it was strange that, well, that no, she cancelled her gigs because of social anxiety. I, I could, but but I couldn't do the radio show for two days last week for 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 similar, or slightly different. I just couldn't face doing the radio show. And Drive, that's him and me in a room on our own together. Imagine doing it in front of thousands of people. Driving into work for the last month, every day, every day, and it's got worse and worse and worse. Uh, as, as the day progresses, and I think I've got to leave soon for work, the anxiety rises. And as I get closer and closer in the car, I start shaking and start crying and thinking, I can't, I can't, can't go in. I can't. And, and it got to a point where Thursday and Friday I couldn't do it. I was um, really surprised to hear that Michael Ball didn't perform for a very, very long time because he got stage fright. He got stage fright and he couldn't do it. And it wasn't until, I think, Paul Gambaccini, if I remember the story correctly, asked him to perform a song at, like, a tribute show for, it wasn't Dusty Springfield, it was something like that. And he decided that he was going to try and do it to overcome his fear. It was something like that. Mm. And I was, I was surprised because Michael Ball, you know, is the, the, the nation's favourite. He's a, a very popular, bouncy entertainer. I'm sure he's a, he's one of those people who I, I, I bet he's as lovely as in real life as he is in the interviews. And for him to say he couldn't perform for a long time, um, because of, of stage fright and anxiety, um, Go on, have you found it? No, I'm just oh. looking at, there's loads of really famous people who suffer with stage fright to the point where they question whether they ever want to do it again. I'm just looking at the reason why Cher ended up becoming part of Sonny and Cher is because she didn't want to do it on her own. She couldn't right. do it on her own. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that stage fright and social anxiety are two entirely different things, though. Paul For Quine, me, they are. Thanks, so, though. Tell us why. Because, because, like, I can get up on the stage and, and talk to people on the stage with no problem whatsoever, but then in in the break, when I have to talk to them, I find that difficult. And then I find it easier to get back on stage and talk to people on the stage with a microphone in my hand. But you know, you're not every case. But I, I, I hear a lot of actors and performers and comedians, people talking like that to say that they find it easier to be in a place. For me, it's like you're in a, you've got a space, it's safe. You're in a platform, whether whether that's like a, a radio studio or a stage or a stand-up comedy show or something, and they're like, "This is your time. You can do this here, and and nobody's going to interrupt you. Nobody's going to mess with you. Nobody's going to talk over you." Well, most. Of the but time, that's but not. But that's not true. Is she a comedian? Stand-up comedian? No, she's a singer. She's a. She's a singer. Yeah, she's a singer. Like she's a twenty-three-year-old singer who had twenty-nine gigs, and she cancelled most of them because of social anxiety. Well, we don't know the full story. We don't know what no, she, what her definition of social anxiety is hmm. and how but it's maybe manifesting I, it's itself. Responsible. Maybe it's irresponsible BBC News to put that on and say it's social anxiety. No, she's called it social anxiety. No, if that's what she's calling it, it doesn't mean it's not true. Just because it's not the way you feel it. Yeah. Well, they do have a thing that says, what is social anxiety? The NHS defines social anxiety as a long-lasting and overwhelming fear of social situation. But a stage is not a social situation, that's what I'm saying. So why would she cancel her gigs? Surely oh, she's obviously lying then. <laughs> is she? I think she must be lying. Yeah. Oh, it's, I, I, it just massively... I wouldn't make this point ever because it massively contrasts with my own experience as a performer. That, that you know... 
Here we go. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've got the thing here, and the social anxiety is part of it. She announced, so Summer Walker is cancelling more than half of her remaining US tour dates because of social anxiety. And first, but by the way as well, I'm not saying this is the situation here, but very, very often when um, a, a, a pop stars and rock stars cancel a tour due to illness, it's because of drugs. Not in any way suggesting that what it is, but I always, when tours are, ca or, or because of poor ticket sales, when tours are cancelled, I'm always slightly dubious of the response, of the reason that's giving. I'm not, I'm not for a second suggesting that that's what she's done, but it, it, it always crosses my mind. Um, she says, I'm not going to be able to finish uh, this tour because it doesn't really coexist with my social anxiety and my introverted personality, she said on Instagram. I'm a person, I have feelings, I get tired, I get sad, and it's just a lot. So that sounds to me more like social anxiety. You know, she's, the, the label social anxiety has been put there. Um, but she's also said social anxiety and my introverted personality. I'm a person, I have feelings, I get tired, I get sad, and it's just a lot. She added, I want to give you all what I can, so I'm going to keep making music and I might do a few shows, but I can't finish. And that's the other thing, right? She's not necessarily someone, I'm guessing, who has earned her spurs, so to speak, in the old-fashioned way of doing gigs in clubs and, do, and and hauling her guitar around places. She may just be more comfortable in a, in a recording studio, and she's not used to performing like that in front of so many people. Here we go. She, she, she sounds fascinating, this young woman. For those who are upset because I don't give hugs, I'm an empath, and that transference of energy from that many people each day would literally kill me. I like that. And then she says, there's a lot of people out here faking a smile on their face like they got it together, but inside actually suffering from some sort of traumatic experience a loss, depressed, fearful, envious, or whatever the case may be, but I can feel it. Uh, she sounds like she's a very intelligent young woman who is, um, uh, how old? Uh, 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 how old is she? 23. 23. 23, to be that in tune with your emotions and what is healthy for you and what is not healthy. I think the social anxiety is a slight um, red herring because she then goes on and yeah. lists other things. Um, it sounds like she doesn't enjoy performing. Bit like Brian Wilson. Mm, Brian Wilson awesome, couldn't do it. Yeah. yeah, good for uh, for acknowledging it and mm. um, doing something about it. And thank yeah. you, Rory, for bringing it to our attention. Thank you. Glad uh, to see you're back. And may God bless you. Let's go to June. Good evening, June. Hi, Ian. Hello, June. Hello there, Catherine. Hi, June. Hello, June. What you got? Hi. What have I got? I've got a seven-inch. And a platinum open bracket, grey, closed bracket. She means the seven-inch single, guys. Membership card. Seven-inch. If you said seven-inch bit of black plastic, I still would have worried, but it says seven-inch. She has the seven-inch <laughs> single that Catherine and I recorded live <laughs> in Bath. It is out there. The first 100, apart from two people who just refused to send me their address, <laughs> they still won't get back to me. Uh, it is out there. Are you happy, June? Uh, yes. Could you, could you sound happy, June? I sound happy. I always sound happy. Jeez, if this is you, it's happy. I'd actually hear what you sound like when someone, someone dies. Flipping heck, man. Well, it's Dylan's birthday today as well. He better be in bed. And he, no, he's just about going. Flipping heck, has he got he's school tomorrow? There, come on. Has he got school tomorrow? No, he's home. He's home educated, isn't he? Oh, well, yeah, okay. But has he got school tomorrow? No. Why? He's got a play day, play day tomorrow. But it's a school birthday day. Three. Yeah, I know. It's a it's a joint birthday. There's about eight or hundreds of what? them going on a day for a a, a play day tomorrow. 
And then Wednesday, he's going to London. Right. And this homeschooling, how's that going? Does he actually do any schooling at home? It's good. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. He's going to the theatre on Wednesday, and then he's going to Hogwarts on Thursday with his sister. Okay. And the educational aspect of that would be... The educational aspect of Hogwarts is he's read all of the books. Right. And seen all of the films. So he's going to a theme park. And he could probably tell you all about it. Probably could. I wouldn't listen. Um, <laughs> I'm not a kid. But, um, okay, no, well... No, I don't listen either. Well, there you go. I, I, I okay. Okay. Each, uh, uh, each, to, he, each to their own. I just think and being he up this, t- this time... the platinum card... Yes. Is absolutely wonderful. It's well, very posh. The platinum card is, is very posh, and that's it. There'll be no more platinum cards. But uh, at some point this week, people will be able to buy the uh, rabbit hole pins, which you're getting some free, uh, June, and uh, we'll be able to buy the single on my website when I can be bothered to uh, work out how to had add a shop facility <laughs> to the website. It's just a bit tricky at the moment. I can't really be asked. June, we've got to go. That boy should be in bed. I'm speaking as a, as a father. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'm embarrassed by my anger. Ashamed of my misery. I could blame it on the state of the world. But it really all comes down to me. I don't want to be another loaded weapon Trying just to shoot my way to heaven I don't want to be another human racist Living just to justify my hatred All it does is keep me in a cage Keep me in a rage I'm burning through a thick side stick of sage Trying to put that demon in its place I'm sick of feeling anxious I'm tired of feeling loneliness when I can't... Let's, let, uh, uh, that's, that's the official version. Let's play the version that she didn't release, shall we? I think we can. I think this is, is this, uh, uh, I think this is, this, oh no, oh, I haven't got it. Oh, I'll start bugging up the song. I don't think I've got the unofficial version. We'll do it next time. We'll do it next time. Oh, three, four, four, four. It's from the new Armani Coppola album, by the way, The Protagonist, which is, I've been listening to a lot this weekend. It's just a joy. And there's a song on there about me and I was in tears because I finally listened to it properly. Um, and then there's a song called Oh Fabio that had me in tears of laughter because it's the filthiest, it is the filthiest song I've ever, I wish I could even play you like a snatch of it. Snatch being the operative word. It is filthy. It's a frenzy. Um, I mean, I can play the intro. Let me, the intro is, is very, very, um, th- does not set you up for what you're gonna get. Um, I think I've got the intro on here. And then we got big- Fabio, I just wanna let you know. It's time for me to let you go, let you go. Even though. No! It is. Sam, um, uh, find it on YouTube if you, if you wanna, if you wanna, it's only a minute and ten long. Oh Fabio by Amani Coppola. Uh, you dear listener, go and, go and, uh, find, I wonder if the lyrics are on, uh, Oh Fabio Imani Coppola lyrics. It's some, um, no it's not, no it's not, it's, it's some tune. It really is, um, an astounding lyrical masterpiece. Are you playing it? 
can't, he can't, he doesn't know how to work a computer. This is the, this is the news. This is, this is the news. JJ Sam's worked out he doesn't know how to work a computer. Man, when are they going to just get rid of computers? I think we've, I think the, the computer experiment has failed. It, it was an experiment. It was well worth 30 years or so of research, but it turns out the results are in, the stats are in, that we as human beings are actually better off without computers. Yeah. Look at, we, look at this. We're talking, and we're both looking at our Twitter and Facebook and stuff. I'm not, I'm looking for stories right, just in you're case you're fiddling with your computer, I'm fiddling with my computer, we're fiddling with computers! Only because I'm gearing up no, for, no, what no. you got, Kath? No, 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 I just think that the whole, com the whole, com you right, Sam? It's not on YouTube. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, mate. I just researched it and it's not coming up. Well, you don't, as I said, you don't have to use computers. Oh, oh, Fabio, O-F-A-B-I-O. All one word. All one word. Imani, I M A N I, Coppola, C O P P O L A. Let me go now. Dude, just don't play it too loud because we'll get the sack. Some song, guys. Uh, I love Imani so, so much. She's so funny, so talented. And she wrote a song for me. You want to Google that? Lighthouse. <gasps> Beautiful. Right, we're going to watch Sam's face as he plays it. Sam is. Whoa, whoa, quick, shut the door, shut the door. Sam is listening to it. <laughs> He's in hysterics. It's basically, I've got to split up with you, even though I want you to do very, very, very rude things to me. Everything you can think of and a couple more things besides. Yeah, I learned a lot. And there's a bit in there, um, <laughs> um, it's, I, I, I want to suffer, I really want to suffer a lot. Uh, get, anyway. The works. Just the instruction manual, Sam, you know what to do. Let me take, uh, I'm going to take this call straight to her. Hello, line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian, hi, Cassie. Dog fate. Now, is it, I can never remember when it, your Twitter handle. And I know you've changed the name slightly, but is it Dave Face Dog Boy or <laughs> Dog Face Dave Boy? It is Dave Dog Face Boy. Dave Dog... I, I can... I know... <laughs> dog Face Dave Boy? Yeah. Well, I know the... Dave Face Boy. I know the words... Oh, we forgot to go to that Beach Boys thing at the weekend. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I was at a gig anyway. Oh, well. Uh, next year. Oh, Next yeah. year. Next year. What yeah. you got for us, do Dog Face da Dave Dog Face Boy? <laughs> Uh, well, just going back a bit to um, uh, stage fright and stuff like that, my mate Catherine um, suffered through it for years, and yeah. particularly when she, she got she got uh, nominated for the Mercury Prize, um, it sort of really glazed, and she was like, you know, supposed to be on this morning, and they're phoning her up, and where are you? And she's on, you know, lying on some railway station, not being able to move, oh. because she's really good. Really couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. And has she uh, explained what the prob what she was afraid of? What the this is very clumsy language. Well, she, what the problem was? Yeah, she. Well, she. I think she spent a lot of time sort of not going out much in the house, <laughs> and suddenly, I mean, she made her first album herself and released it herself, and the second album sort of blew up, and she just couldn't handle it. Yeah. You know. Um, it's a shock to um, the system. Fame, and I'm putting that in inverted commas and in italics with a lowercase f, but fame um, is a really weird 
terrifying, exciting, sexy, ugly, hideous, beautiful. It's a really weird thing. Um, and, and I've had two brushes with, in inverted commas, fame. First one was 11 o'clock show, and that was 21 years ago. And it totally, it freaked me out. I was stoned most of the time anyway, so I was paranoid, but also mm. I had a reason to be paranoid, because people were looking and pointing and nudging me, and it freaked me out. And then that kind of died down and went, and I forgot about it. And then the second brush was coming out of the jungle. I'm a celebrity. And for, for five months, it was... I literally could not walk down the street without ten people asking for a selfie. It was insane, and kids, and it was it was terrifying, and I hated it. And the moment that it went, I was it was like a junkie scratching on a dealer's door, going, why, "Why? Why is why is nobody why is nobody wanting to talk to me? What have I done wrong?" Um, mm. And it it freaks you out. And I can imagine a young um, young anybody, but a young woman, kind of doing this indie. You know, going down this indie route where, you know, you can hopefully expect to sell a few hundred, maybe sell a few thousand, to suddenly mm. become a star, mm. that can blow your mind, man. Well, well, well she said she, she went down to the awards ceremony on a student rail card, you know, with a oh. least crappy pair of jeans on sort of thing. And it was at the Grosvenor House and there was sort of, you know, doves on one table yeah. and Coldplay and... Wow. He tells his story of going up to Chris Martin and saying, oh, Chris, you know, <laughs> how much does your album cost? And this is sort of parachute. So he said, oh, I think he said about a million or half a million. And she said to him, Chris, let me give you a bit of advice. He said, you're never going to make any money if you're spending that much on record. <laughs> and she's doing and she this for, about... for £2.50 and a packet of silk cut. Yeah, exactly. So she, I think she made uh, hers cost 300 quid a second. Oh. The first one cost 80 quid to make. Wow. And she said, um, about three or four years later, she was at the BBC doing a session, and she said, I looked down the corridor, and there he was walking towards me, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. And I said, oh, oh I love no. eggs. Gwyneth Paltrow's love eggs. He walked up, put his, arm he put his arm around her and said, Kath, thanks for the advice. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a funny old thing. But, um, uh, a lot of performers are very insecure and shy and um full of self-doubt and and yet yeah, they, I mean, I, the I, job is to stand on you know on a stage or, or on in front of a camera and sing or tell jokes or talk yeah i mean i i've seen her have a full-blown panic attack on stage before this was years ago though i mean she said that uh she's sort of she's done tm and stuff and i like you have yeah done, you know. uh, but she said having a kid sort of she said there's nothing to give you sort of a sense of perspective as another man another person's uh head coming out between your legs it's sort of well yeah yeah, yeah. Um, uh, i remember those nights but it, uh, it's, yeah uh, it's yeah it's, have you ever had it catherine you ever had uh like something stopping you the f have you ever had the fear i guess is what i'm asking i've never felt like I was ready to put myself. I've had various things happen over the course of the last twenty years, probably, where I could have gone for it, and I've thought, oh, I'm not ready. I'll wait till I know that I'm ready. Turns out like, that never happens. Yeah. yeah. And the people that seem to prosper are the ones that go ploughing on regardless. Yeah. That's the lesson I've mm. learned in the last five years. But oh, no, man. I've never been in that position, obviously. What's it all about, Dave? Dave, what is it all about, please? Well, I, I, I know. Cass read Elton's book recently, yeah. Elton John's. Uh, well, I just want to ask you about this because it's saying that how, it, there's a bit in it, obviously, where he, he talks about going to IA and everything and going to rehab. 
And he says um, he, he sort of lasted about three days in his first one because they started talking to him about God and everything. Mm. And he's just, you know, he just. And he said that George Michael was. That was one of George Michael's things about not wanting to go to AA or NA. Yeah, but he also says he wasn't ready to stop. Well, yeah, that as well. <laughs> but, he, but he said so, and it was quite interesting because when I when I was in a clinic about twenty years ago, um, uh, it was sort of a general clinic, so there were people in there for all different types of things. And there was a guy in there who was an alcoholic, and he obviously had his first couple of AA meetings, um, and he sort of came to the group and said that they started talking about God and everything, and he's not really into that and he wanted our, our, our point of view and how he could how he could adapt with it and um we didn't have an answer for him really um, the god stuff the god know, stuff is problematic i know that bill w who started aa along with somebody whose name i can't remember uh they were christians and so the god in it is is based is based in a you know a christian God, mm. but it isn't now, and it hasn't been for a long time. And uh, you go in, and quite often they'll have the steps up on the, the, the twelve steps on the wall, and and uh, you know God is mentioned in loads of them, and it's a capital G. I think it should be a lowercase G. I think it should say higher power instead of God. But um, that's exactly what Elton says. Really? Yeah, mm. that's how he got around it. He yeah, realised so it was I, about the life he wanted. Yeah, so I, yeah, uh, you know, uh, uh, the language is problematic. Um, and I get why some people come in, see that, and just turn straight away and don't come back. I get it. And I think more people would come and more people would stay if, if, if the word God was was changed. And if also we didn't refer to I God as I, him. We say him. I think it's a brilliant book, actually. Ellen Ellen book, yeah. I think it's, uh, you know. I thought um, it was great. It's very candid, very bitchy, very catty. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what you expect from Elton John. He'll say it. He'll say yeah, it in front of a reporter. Exactly. He'll say it in his own book, even more so. You know. Oh, the bitch is back! Oh, meow! I'm Elton John, Rocket Man. <laughs> you read it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wasn't quite that. I mean, there is so much more to him. I really, I, I really enjoyed it, and I admired him uh, a lot more after I'd read it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, well, I, well, first of all, you didn't read it. You had it on audiobook. Secondly, it's not read by Elton John. It's read by the guy that Taren played Elton John Edison, in the movie. Yeah. So that is disappointing. He I did think. the beginning and end himself, though. Well, and then I realised why he'd let Taron do it. <laughs> He's not a natural reader, is he? Same as De Debbie <laughs> Harry. Couldn't be bothered, darling. I've got stuff to do. Same as Debbie Harry. Debbie Harry was awful at Have you? Uh, I don't know if you read the books, Dave, or you listen to them. I'm I'm, I'm into listening uh, to them. Yeah, I did a bit a bit of both. A recent Madness one where they just do all the stuff is pretty good. So, the, but, but the Debbie Harry one, she can't read very well. She's an awful yeah. reader. Sometimes when it says read by the author, you think, hmm, really? You know, um, Douglas Adams' books were fantastic. Yeah. Despite Milligan doing his own stuff. But um, often you go, oh, is the Keith Richards one's weird. He does about a third of it. Then I think it, um, uh, Johnny Depp does another third of it. And then some guy <laughs> from New York does another they should bit. Get, they should get uh, Mick Jones to come in and do a third of it. That's, uh, that's a Rolling Stones <laughs> gag for you guys. Dave, thank you very much. Always a pleasure, mate. Oh, mate. All right, mate. Getting a little bit. Of uh, course, the, the best person who read his own book for an audiobook is the one and only Billy um, Oh, the Billy Idol. It's Paul <laughs> Ross. It's, uh, oh, Paul Ross flicking us the V's and the thumbs. Well, it's outrageous. Bill, Billy Idol's book. I'm Billy Idol. I, I beckoned the air stewardess into the toilet. Then he broke my wrist. No, the, the, the breaking of the wrist wasn't in the toilet. That was when he was, he was, he was his, his hand, let's just say his hand was stuck somewhere and the young lady in question was rolling all over the place. 
Um, <laughs> he, 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 so he said. He really put Just his full of it. He really put his fist in it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already. Excuse me. On Talk Radio. I'm so busy all night on the phones tonight. Let's go to James. Good evening, James. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, 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 James. What can we do for thee? Member 18, member 1001, and platinum number 69. There we go, James! You've got the magic card! (laughs) That means if ever you bump into me, if ever you bump into me, the 69, and it's only me, the 69 platinum card holder and I have a secret handshake that involves us pleasuring each other orally simultaneously. Jesus. Le soissons neuf. God. And it only cost an extra, what was it, three pounds, four yeah, pounds? three pounds twenty-five. Um, bribery, never heard of I hope you, I hope you, I'm glad, well, listen, guys, if you ordered the vinyl and the membership card, apart from the, the cheeky sods in America and Australia who, who ordered it and didn't pay any extra postage, you should have them now. They were posted last week. If you ordered it and you have not received it, um, tweet me or email ian at ianlee.com and we'll have a look and we'll get it all sorted out. But, um... Uh, I'm, I, 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 I think the rec- I don't know if you've heard the record, James, I don't know if you have a record player, but I'm, I'm really proud of the fact that me and Kath paid a company to manufacture a record for us. It looks fantastic. I do have a record player, I have no idea how to use it. So Just I'm as well. This record's great, this record's great. It looks fantastic. <laughs> there we go, that's all we need, that's all we need. We don't, we don't need any other reviews. <laughs> But I tell you, what, I called him because yes. I, I don't I don't suffer from real mental health issues or anything like that. But I tell you something that's brought on a lot of anxiety in the past couple of months, and that's having builders in the house. Ooh, go on. If there's, it, it's having it's it's having uh, strangers in yeah. for a start. It's them just moving everything and yeah. using everything willingly, nillily, mm-hmm. and just piles of stuff and it just it kind of reminds me that even though you know you can replaster a wall or something what's the point it's just going to fall apart again gosh wow you're at that stage they're in there for months what are they doing building another house inside your house well my kitchen was leaking um that's a a 200 liters an hour right 200 liters an hour for two years what that's that, that a lot of saucepans you got. Where, where did you not notice? It was under the floor, and then stuff started sinking. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever heard in my life because it's not my house. So my, my first flat, we went to um, sort it out. We just bought. I just bought it. It took me ages. Yeah. Saved up a deposit. It was you know the culmination of a lot of hard work yeah. and living with my parents and biting my tongue. And when we finally moved in, my dad went into the bathroom to pull up the carpet that the old lady had uh, laid in there. And he put his finger through the floor. Because James, same, and it was the whole, it was only, it was a ground floor flat. Every single bit of floor, sodden. Yeah, James. How are you? Now I'm going to ask a dad question. Are you on, were you on a water meter or just a standard? Direct debit. I want a smart meter now, I wasn't then. Okay, good, because that would, okay, good. Well, it, oh, I say it cost you a fortune, you would have noticed. We had, um, uh, uh, our water bill went up from like, I don't know what it is, 75 pounds a, a month or a quarter to like 700 pounds. And I went, um, 
I, uh, and basically they charged us. There, there was been a burst pipe in the street. They charged us for the bur- for the water that had been coming out of the burst pipe in the street. The whole street's mm. worth. Um, wow, yeah, okay. So, so you're, so it's structural then. The problem is, is structural now. The problem, well, it was structural. So basically what Cass said, I lifted up some not lino, because this is how old it was. Lino. And um, lino I, was, there, I, was, I was playing around with a kettlebell, because that's what, you know, you do when you're bored. Okay, really? Playing, with, playing wow. with my bell. Oh, and um, I put it on the floor, and it, it sunk about two inches. So I pulled up the lino, and then literally just put my foot through the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <Oy>. <laughs> and that was absolutely terrifying. So I've had the builders in, and then I thought, I'll get the bathroom done. Yeah, that's the thing. This is it. I'm having to get the bathroom done, because I had a... My bathroom wasn't very nice, but I thought, I can live with it for a few years until I got some more money. Then there was a little bit of a leak, and a plumber came in and ripped me off, and now it's mm. now at the point where it's like, oh, I might as well just get a new bathroom now and, and, and do it, even though I can't afford it. So I've got builders starting on Wednesday at 8 o'clock in the morning! Oh, it's, it's so disruptive as well, when you know you can't even cook in your own house. Last I know time, you've got two bathrooms. Last but. time they were there, well, I don't cook in my bathroom, James, I'm not weird. Last time, although I do boil the chicken in the toilet. Last time I was there, the builders were there, right? They were out in the garden doing stuff, and I was playing, um, uh, I guess it was Grand Theft Auto, and I got murdered brutally. And so suddenly, <laughs> I started going, oh no! Help! Help! Oh no! <laughs> And the builders came running to the house. They thought I was having a heart attack <laughs> in the house because I was lying on the floor playing this thing going, help me, oh no! <laughs> and the builders came running and banging on the window and I went, oh God, and I held up the controllers going, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, guys, I'm playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> they pissed themselves and it's the same lot that are coming back. Oh, they, they, I'm the that. idiot that plays video games. Have a Russell then, because no. he won't come. <laughs> <laughs> so how much longer have you uh, got, James? I've, I've got another two rooms to do, but you know what? It's the toll it's taking on yeah, me. Yeah, it's exhausting. Thought, no, I just thought, forget it. So I just, just, just finish, finish off the rooms that you're doing, and then just, I need some peace. Do you feel obliged to continually offer them refreshments? I do, and the, the worst thing is they give, they sometimes give me a bit of their lunch. So I feel obliged to be nice to them as well, which is um, <laughs> that's that's fine. But it, it's this new kind of. Uh, they're not ladness that I can't cope <laughs> with. They, they feel sorry for you. They're not curling <laughs> up on the sofa next to you at night, are they? <laughs> 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 they feel sorry for you. They're giving you food. <laughs> One of them did ask for a room, actually. So I'm thinking he just wants to live live with you now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know, right? No, you got it. You got it. You're in the home straight. It's, and just think what it's going to look like when it's all done. I'm thinking you, you get this nice new. This is why I, I, I'm having also having this kind of simultaneous existential crisis because whatever you do will just fall apart anyway eventually. Yeah. yeah so when when will you ever be happy with what you've got? Oh, Flip, he's worse than me. James is worse than me. James, you all right? He's normally very <laughs> upbeat. And- I know. I know. Right? You've been listening to the show for too long. I, I forbid you to listen to our misery for six months. This isn't you, James. <laughs> I know. I know, and I'm patting them at number 69, and I just, I can't enjoy it yet. Burn that card. That card is, is like a hex. We've sent you, we've hexed <laughs> you, it's voodoo. Burn that card, James, and I forbid you to listen to our show ever again. I'll get there eventually. Thank you very much indeed. Ah, oh, man. I know that, thank you, James. I know that anxiety of having 
people in your house doing stuff, particularly men. I, I find men very intimidating. Tell me about it. Um, uh, okay, I will. Oh, you, you didn't actually want to hear about it. You were doing a thing. And, uh, yeah, Builder's coming from Wednesday. I know it's, you know, lu luxury problem. I'm getting, a, I'm getting, you know, bathroom and an ensuite fitted and they're going to look amazing. God, I've really big, have I told you about my bath? Go I've on. got the, because, like, baths, I'm a big man, right? Are you? I, I'm a big man, but I'm out of shape. And, um, standard bath is not particularly, not luxurious for me. So I've bought a bath. It's two, it's 1,900 meters, millimeters long. And I think it's 700 millimeters wide. That is a big bath. And uh, my friend Ollie said, is it a posh bath? I said, what do you mean by that? He said, does it have taps on the side? I said, in that case, Ollie, it is a very, very posh bath. Um, and I'm just, I'm just going to live in the bath. I'm just going to get top it up with hot water. I'm just going to live in the bath. I'm going to take up a flask, um, do what I used to do in the 80s and put a black and white portable in there so I can watch Happy Days. <laughs> um, it's going to be Happy Days. I'm going to live in my giant bath. That's the plan. Um, oh three, for the first time this evening, the switchboard is empty. Who'd have thunk it? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative, weeknights from ten on Talk Radio. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nut job, but not that kind of nut job. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. We haven't talked about this for a long, long time. Randy, middle-aged women desperate to find their dream person are, be careful how you say this in, forking out up to £15,000 for their own customised sex dolls. Now, this is interesting. This is on the Mirror Online. And what they do is they highlight words, and those words t will take you to another story. Right. Sex dolls is highlighted. So if I click on that, take me to... But Randy is highlighted. Do you <laughs> mind if I... <laughs> click on it. I'm just going to click on Randy and see where that it's takes it, me. It's in 1982. Uh, it's taken me to... Oh! Gosh. Um... Okay, it's taking me to a load of s s s section called Weird Sex. We'll go back there in a bit, but let's continue this because there's a story about a couple having sex on a bench outside Sainsbury's. Romantic. Um, both homosexual and heterosexual women. Gosh. <laughs> Strange It's like they all have needs, isn't it? Some of whom are married and have kids. <gasps> are among a new wave of customers enjoying the sex robots, the industry says. Can we just stop? <laughs> Whenever we talk about men with sex dolls, we yeah. never say some of them are married and have kids. Yeah. Yeah. Do we? Oh. It's like suggesting that somehow if you're married and have kids, then you're not into masturbation, which is basically what this is. It's not. It's not masturbation, it's sex. It, it's not sex. It's not masturbation, it's sex. It's humping an inanimate object. Sex. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Bass. Consensual, <laughs> consensual, consensual. Phil Bass. Oh my God. Managing director of the Dollhouse, one of the UK's most popular sex doll retailers, exclusively <laughs> told Mirror Online, yeah, there was a flourish when I started the business, but then there was a lull after around one year or so. And it became popular again. And now what I have come across is a lot of <laughs> female interest, especially in the past year. It's not the stereotypical lonely old man anymore as such. 
they only make around 10% of my customers. Now, I would say around a quarter of my customers are women who want a female doll. The female demographic is very interesting. <laughs> the ages of these women's range. I have some middle-aged women, many in their 50s, others in their 20s. That is a range, yeah. These women, though, largely want female dolls. There is a sexual element for some of these women. The last one was a single lesbian woman. <laughs> others like to take photographs of the sex bots they buy. And there are customers of both genders who like to use them for large versions of dolls to dress up. Stop. Yep. No, they don't. <laughs> okay. The silicone <laughs> sex robots can cost a whopping £15,000 each. They can be uh, tailored with custom-made heads, genitalia, feet and other organs. More like spleens. But each of these amendments can cost up to a further £5,000. Some sex robots can talk, smile, sing and even orgasm. No, they can't. Mr. Bass, 46, who started his business three years ago after becoming bored in the IT trade, says customers often mix male bodies with female heads and vice versa to create their ideal partner. The businessman, who isn't married and has no children, <laughs> said... <laughs> Do we need to know that? <laughs> one woman... Well, you said earlier that we don't get that with men and now I we're getting it. I want it with everyone in the paper from now on. One woman recently asked us to make a robot with a male body below the neck with male genitalia, a female head and a man's haircut. It came across <laughs> as a really good looking guy, actually. <laughs> it's like she's some sort of pervert. <laughs> Sex bots, which can each weigh around 66 pounds, are now seen in pornography. <laughs> but Mr. Bass added, I have come across in porn lately, men with dolls rather than a woman. But I'm a bit curious as to why, really. I don't know. Maybe I'm just old-fashioned. <laughs> this Romantic. guy's not old-fashioned. He's an innovator. <laughs> uh, reminds me of Benny Hill in Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> Go on, I don't remember. I don't remember Chitty Bang he Bang. Made the, um, he made uh, Dick Van Dyke oh. and Toot Sweets into Living Dolls, didn't oh, they? Oh, he did, yeah. Next step, little this. Little research has been carried out into exactly how women use the dolls. But journalist Phoebe Gregor, who runs podcast What The Sex, said the robots are often seen as lovers designed and made to be your dream person and for companionship. Yeah. There have been people who have mentioned they like to have their sex dolls around for that feeling of companionship, yeah, just to have another person in the room. So if they've alone for a decade or so, I don't know what that means. I mean, some of these, these dolls are fit. I've got to be honest. A recent investigation found sex dolls are often being used in fashion photography. And trans robots, surely I should be transformers, which offer the user penis and vagina attachments are becoming very popular. Speaking previously, Sari Cooper, a sex therapist and sex, co sex coach, said, there are people who are interested in transgender porn who may want to reenact what they see in that porn with these dolls. They may want to go swinging together or go, you're going to take a doll swinging. Imagine you turn up for a, sw a swinging I session. I brought my own. And the other, the other <laughs> couple go, the other couple go, hang on, mate, that's a doll. This is me and my missus here. We thought you were going to bring another, get it! <laughs> Also, I mean, there's a feeling of, I don't want to do it with an actual transgender person, but I could do it with this, this is fine. Well, you know, I guess you could do it as like a, as like a, um, uh, like a test, a test run to do it. It's like, you know, people play 
like driving games before they learn to drive. You know, it doesn't mean they don't want to drive a real car. It just means maybe they're too young or they're t too nervous or it's like knocking a ball against the wall before you play tennis. Exactly, exactly. Um, let's uh, go to our friend Cara. Good evening, Cara. Hello, my darling. Oh, after that, this is a bit Charlie Drake. <laughs> Hello, my darling. Hello, my darling. Hello, my darling. Taking notes, actually, Ian. Okay. Well, it's been a decade or more. I've been on my own. So, well, where'd you get these dolls? You get them from a guy called what's his name, Johnny Bass. Mister. <laughs> oh. Mister. Here we go. Hang on a minute. Oh, no, don't. There we go. This, what's this? There's there's a video here. Hang on. This is inside the sex doll. Oh, wow. Hang on a minute. Let's see if I can get this to play. These pop-up videos really are not very... Hello? There we go. Oh, it's an advert. Hang on. Just wait. Everyone just wait. We're going we're gonna to find out more. Phil Bass. Phil, uh, Phil Bass. Uh, hang Bass, on. as in the fish. The fish. Ten. Mm. Video's going to play in ten, nine, eight, seven, six... <laughs> Three, two, one, now. Where's the audio? Oh, crying out loud. This. Just want to play. We do AI sex robot. Okay, well that that went well. That's they do AI sex robots. That's okay, what we thought. That's, that's what we thought. All right. Um, yes, Kara. I'll do my own research on that as yes, well. Yes, I think it's probably for the best. <laughs> um, just to briefly, you touched on earlier. I've got an echo, by the way. Really annoying. Okay, I, I, need to, I need to. I can flick you over this. Might get rid of it for a second, but it might not. But, um, I don't know if that's any better. If it's not, we're just going to have to suck um, it and see. Kind of. Okay. No, it's not. But never mind. Um, you, you touched briefly earlier on um, your your dad, your relationship with your dad. Yeah. Wasn't great. Um, well, same. But what I wanted to quickly talk about was the fact that. I lied on national TV to Nikki Campbell Ooh. about my dad. Oh, go on, what happened? Um, well, I, I did tell you before, um, I went on Long Lost Family. It was aired last August, August the 7th, I think. Um, basically, he was adopted when he was two, my, my dad, not Nikki Campbell. Um, and it's, it's hard to explain. He was adopted because his mother met and married a chap and he didn't want my dad he couldn't accept him as his own so at two years old he was adopted and mm. then they went on to have another three children they had three girls well i didn't know any of this until last year i started doing my research and as i was researching oh this echo is driving me mad i see what cara we're gonna have a break sam's gonna call you back we're gonna see if we can get rid of that and we'll see if we can talk to you properly after this this is talk radio across the uk online and on dab the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. There we go. Cara, I don't know if that's any better. Oh, hang on. Oh. No. <laughs> it doesn't oh, well. matter. Okay. Just, just move the earpiece ever so slightly away from your ear so you're not hearing yourself. Oh. No, it's still the same, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Well, as long well, as well. I can hear you, that's fine. Um, yeah, they were looking for my dad yes. at the same time i was looking for them like any any relation at all mainly for health reasons because as you know i'm not not very well um so i kind of wanted a family history medical history well when it when it actually came to it um i i met her basically i met one of the aunties yes um but being interviewed about 
how he was, what he was like as a father. Ian, I couldn't tell the truth. This is this woman has searched for so many years for yeah. her brother. How can you tell someone that he, he wasn't a nice person? He was a terrible dad. I mean, he left when I was four. My yeah. brother was six, had endless affairs in the time that they were together, and then basically went on the run. He disappeared for years and years and years because he didn't want to pay child support. Mm. Eventually, he was tracked down. My mum had a letter to say, do you want to pursue your child maintenance claims because he's actually dying? Um, so obviously, mum was, well, no, but can he see his children? So I didn't start seeing him until I was 12, and he actually passed away when I was 14. He had motor neurone disease. Oh, blimey. Yeah, hence the, um, the lumbar puncture and everything because yeah. I've got very similar sort of things going on. Some kind of nerve issue. So you, so this, his like sort of long lost sister. Oh. You said to her, oh, he was a great guy. Yeah, he's an angel, lovely brother. You know, I, I could, and it's on national TV, and you know, I've rewatched it, and I cringe. I've seen her and another one of the aunties since, but the thing is, I'm meeting them again this Friday, okay. and I'm taking my mum. Now, I really upset my mum with the things I said on TV because they were lies. Mm. But if I'd told the truth, I would have upset the But aunt. so you, did you meet, so this, so you were like, not even reunited, you were united oh. on live TV. On, yeah, well, it wasn't live, was it? Well, it was on TV, but so you didn't yeah, meet, you didn't meet no, backstage no. beforehand, it was like, and here no. is your missing yeah. aunt. They just told me a little bit of fast information, and I'd seen a photo, and that was it. And, and did you know that? Did, 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 did both did both you and her know that the other one was going to be there? Yes. Right. Okay. Yes, but until like literally a couple of months before, we didn't know. I mean, she was looking for her brother. She yeah. didn't know he died. Well, um, you did a you did a decent thing. Do you think? Because yeah. now when I look at it, I think, oh. You did a decent thing. You did a decent thing. It's not an appropriate conversation to have on camera. No, really, exactly. for and I can't speak never... ill of the dead. And I thought, well, this Friday, no. I've got my mum there, yep. and I've got my aunts there, and I'm just going to say, look, I need to have this conversation. I'm not going to go into detail, but just say well, some of what was said wasn't quite accurate. Here's the thing, right? Yeah, saying that on telly has upset your mum, and I can totally understand yeah. that, and she probably felt a sense of betrayal. But that's okay, yes, because you were being, you are a nice person, and you were being very nice to this, this in inverted commas, aunt, I don't know what your relationship is with her, but you were being very nice to this person who, in her head, had a fantasy brother that she'd yeah. never met, and you were doing a nice thing. But also remember that mm. whatever abuse... Uh, you, you know what I mean by abuse. I don't mean necessarily sexual, but but whatever abuse you suffered, directly mm. or indirectly from him, mm. that's not your responsibility. That's not your no. shame. That's not your problem. That's all his stuff. That's all his You're right. stuff. You're right. So you don't have it, to hold on to it or own it anymore. No. And you can let them know in a respectful way that's respectful to them, mm. and isn't. Um, because it will be upsetting for them. Oh, yeah. And they may not believe you. They mm. might not believe you. And that's also okay. But in a respectful way, you're allowed to say, look, actually, I, I didn't tell the truth because I was trying to protect you, but it's causing me and my mum more pain. Yeah. So I need to let you know that my dad was not a great dad. And, and, yeah. and he did this, this, and this. And um, 
you know, you, you tell as much as, as you want in a sensitive way that, that does not in any way try and transfer the responsibility onto them. Cause it's not their fault. It's nothing to do with them, really. Exactly. Um, but, I just feel he's got out of it yeah. again. Do you know what I mean? It, it's left all this mess. Yeah. And he's not here. And I'm, I'm angry. And it's like 31 you've, years later. You've, and allowed, I'm still you've, like, allowed that, mm. you've allowed that to happen. I'm not saying that I in have. a critical way. No, no, no. You're 100% right. And yeah. that's why I've been on my own for years because it is really, if you want to say daddy issues, I suppose, but yeah. it, it, it's, it's a trust thing, you know? I saw what you did to my mum. I saw how you turned your back on us. Start, so, start handing it, start giving it back to him. I know he's dead. Yeah. But you can, you can start giving it back to him now. It's time to yeah. let go of it. It's not yours. Can it's I make yours. a suggestion? Kath, Hello, when, Catherine when, when Kath says that, you know you're about to get gold, by the way. Why, why, don't, why, don't, you <laughs> write, you. why don't you write him a letter? You think? Oh, that's a good one. Get it all down. Get that's, it all out. That's a good one. That is a good idea. If we do that with my children when they've got any issues and then we burn it. I, well, this is it. i tell you what some people do, <clears throat> and mm -hmm. I don't know how practical it is, and it might seem a little bit macabre for you. I know that some people write the letter and then they go to the grave or wherever, you know, was was a significant yeah, place a as a kid. Uh, well, exactly. That you know, there maybe, maybe there was a spot that you used to go and think about him. Maybe there, you know, yeah. a significant spot for you that you feel yeah. that you will be, you know, you can communicate with him. Read the letter. If you want to burn it, then you burn it and it's gone. But read it out loud. Yeah. You've got to read it out loud. I think that's really key to to try and transmit that's a, some that's of that a really meaning. Good idea. But what like you said there, idea. Ian, was really important. This is not your secret. It's not your no. shame. You don't no. have to carry his nonsense around anymore. And you don't have to protect him from it. You're right. No, you're right. I think that's a lot of what I have been doing as well. Oh, he'd be so upset with me for saying this. And, you know, he, he didn't have done care. It. I know it sounds awful, but yeah. And uh, I just got a feeling as well he's gonna he's passed something down to me physically, hasn't he? There's some nerve disorder, and I think you're still getting one over on me. But we'll find that out soon. Fingers crossed, Cara. You're, you're a good gorgeous. person, and um, you know just, just and you just and I know you will just tread, tread carefully around these these aunts because it's not yeah. it's, again it's not their fault that he was no, terrible. Definitely. And also parents. this is this is their um, their dreams. Yeah. So, exactly. so, so, so carefully, but your responsibility is, is, is to you and your mum primarily. Thank you. Thanks, Cara. Thank you. Take Thank you very much indeed. Families, huh? Who'd have them? Who'd have them? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have families. Um, a woman flew more than 500 miles. Do you got this story? No. Uh, yes. You do it. Okay, here we go. Because I've not read it and it's, it, it looks funny, but I, I bet it's flipping horrible. I bet it's not. This is not normal behaviour. This is, <clears throat> this is effed up. Mm -hmm. A woman travelled 500 miles to lose her virginity to a man after meeting him and his girlfriend on a sugar daddy website. Sugardaddy.com. Ah. Gabrielle Reese was 18. Yes. When she flew to meet Jacob Boswell and Megan Muirhead. Boswell? Oh. Mm-hmm. From Bread? I don't think, uh, there was Joey, wasn't there? Joey? Um, there was, uh, uh, Larry. No. Shemp and Moe. Adrian, wasn't there? Adrian, Adrian Boswell. From Joey. Was the girl, was the lady called the girl? She was called... Played by two... Aveline. Actress, Ava what? Aveline. Aveline. Yeah. Oh, that Lilo Lynn! She is a tart! She is a tart! Fun, fun, fun. Etc. Etc, etc. Bread, etc. the idea with that. They should make a bread movie. Anyway, carry on, please. Toast. Who would, who would you have... Okay. Who would you have... Uh, last ten minutes of the show. Who would you have 
what actors and actresses would you have playing the cast of bread in uh, re the rebooted movie that's being proposed? All the McGanns. <laughs> kind of all the Do you remember all the three of the McGanns did a sitcom together? Yeah. Called Help. No. There's four McGanns, right? Uh, I don't, don't know. I've never seen Mummy in the and same Daddy room. McGann. Uh, there's, there's... Imagine, imagine if all the McGann boys, right, didn't look like their dad, they looked like their mum. <laughs> That's what their mum looked like. Wow. A lady McGann. But yeah, the three that help a sitcom. The McGann boys. I think I've met a McGann, not one of the good ones. How do you know? They've got the face, the McGann. They've all got the same face. I like the McGanns. Yeah. Not really a lot to say about them, is there? They, they, they're very similar-looking brothers. Yeah, you all share a talent for acting. So, one which McGann was with Nail and I? Uh, Paul. And he was Doctor Who McGann. Is that right? Joe was the older brother. Joe was the one at the sitcom with the blonde lady babysitter. He's Who's the a, boss? Yeah, and he's got a slight lisp. Yeah. And then there's another one. Jack. They all begin with J. Oh no, Paul did. Anyway, <laughs> carry on. Please carry on, please. <laughs> Stephen, uh, Stephen, uh, put the phone down, mate. You've been ringing for an hour. You ain't getting on. We're done for tonight. Thank you. Now 21. The graphic designer has been living with the oh, pair I thought for we were doing a story about the McGann's. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. The designer has now been living with the pair for the last three years in a thruple oh, relationship. Okay, that turned weird. Well, She's being turned away when an 18-year-old is flying across the country to give her virginity to a couple that she met on the internet. Gave it up. Gave it up. Gave it Give up. it up for the old people! Yes, love! She spoke to Jacob and Megan online for three months before arranging to meet. Oh, I see, you're a proper relationship. Yeah. After warning her parents that she planned to marry someone their age. Recalling their first experience, Gabrielle, who's bisexual and loves older men. I think we established that. Explained, I did lose my virginity that first weekend. We never really discussed that as the plan, but we were all interested and open to the idea. The whole thing was exciting and new. Ooh. We all clicked very fast. Oh. Well, he's an older man. Yep. It's going to sound like that. And there was a lot of chemistry. We were all involved that first night. Chemistry? She continued, there were definitely positives. Jacob and Megan are both oh, that's older. A shame. We should, you always wear a condom. <laughs> Well, I had no experience. Losing my virginity to a guy and a girl being bisexual, I got to experience all aspects of my sexuality too. Oh, yeah. Girls are soft, delicate and nurturing, mm. while men are more dominant. Mm, mm, mm. I never thought... I don't think we need the sound effects, oh, thank sorry. you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Which okay. one were you being there? Huh? Which one were you being? I did both. Oh, right. Do, do it again. Um, women... There we go. Hang on. I've oh, lost yeah. my space. Uh... That's the problem. If you're a threesome, you're losing your space. <laughs> I'll do the women. Women? Women are soft and nurturing. <laughs> Men are not. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I never thought much about how I'd lose my virginity, but I guess it wasn't what I predicted. And I don't have any regrets, though. We're still here three years later. Gabrielle admits she was a late developer. If you, if you, by the way, if you take the first letter of each word, it says, please help me, they're holding me prisoner. <laughs> She admits uh, she always liked older guys. It stopped her from having any romances with boys her own age. So after turning 18, she joined a sugar daddy website. Then in October 2016, she found Jacob and Megan. A few days before her 19th birthday, she decided to fly from Idaho, where she's from, and meet the couple in Utah, USA. When she arrived after an hour-long flight, Gabrielle spent the first day with Jacob and moved on to become a thruple that night. She added... The first night I lost my virginity and I was nervous about the whole experience, but in a good way, the nerves were definitely worth it. 
I knew what I wanted, and I don't think I could have had a be better experience for my first time. It was so intimate and perfect. Returning home from her two-night trip, she found herself constantly texting the couple and became increasingly keen to join them romantically. Mm. But despite their happiness, being in a triad relationship could often cause jealousy among the people. Among the people. Gabrielle said, there's definitely been jealousy. Hang on. <laughs> oh, that's karaoke. It's not a feeling I want to have, so it's something we work on as a triad. Hard not to get those feelings when the other two are going on a date and you're not invited, but you learn to accept and let it flow. Fifteen years apart they are, her and Jacob. Oh, I'll do that again then. Oh. <laughs> so what's going on? There's there pictures there's, of them having it off. No, what a boring story. No, but there's pictures of her with a bathing suit on, and let's just say she ain't going swimming. Not like that, anyway. Oh! Nipples, take off! didn't work. One day, one day those nipples will fly away and be free. Tiny nipples. Will anyone notice? Don't, don't, don't nipple size shame me. The older guys tell me what it's all about. Woohoo! Yeah. Mmm. Older guys tell I don't really know that song very well. I know of the song. I don't know. Um, I think it's a little bit problematic these days. Oh, here we go. Look, 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 look. It's a blast from the past. It's a voice from the grave. She's not dead, actually. That's a horrible, macabre thing to say. Yeah. Good evening, <laughs> geeky girl. Hello. Oh, my God. Hello. You've not... F wh why should we even talk to you after the oh. way you've treated us? Oh, mate. You Whoa. used to phone up, you used to ring a bell, all of this stuff. And she walks in like nothing's happened. <gasps> what the... Do you know what time it is? You were due home two and a half years you ago. You treat this place like a hotel! <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? We've not, I've seen you retweet stuff a few times, but you haven't called us for ages. Well, oh my goodness. I wouldn't know where to start. Well, um, I kind of quit my job and had a break, and I'm on a different job now where sometimes, get this, I can be a night owl again, a late night loser. Shut the front door. I, I take my late night loser balcony shirt rabbit hole mug to work. I'm being told very excitingly by Kerry that the McGann's made a record. Oh, of course they uh, did. Four of the McGann's on a record. Would you like to listen to Red Light by the McGann's? Here we go. Oh, God. Um, can I answer the question now? <laughs> <laughs> it's the McGann's. Is this... And one of the McGann's... Is this White Scouse rap? The one at the McGann at the front is tiny. This is Paul McGann on lead vocals. It's going to be reggae, isn't it? Okay, that's okay. That's, um, it's, 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 white, it's okay. White reggae, I mean. Well, Geeky Girl, it's so nice to uh, have you on board. What, 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 what would you like to contribute to the end of the show? Well, I just thought for your bread remake, how about Eamon Holmes? 
as could he be that that one who was like um not the, not the skinny poet but is it billy the one oh Yes, mate. This is this is right. Remind me, Catherine. This Didn't is... he get his girlfriend pregnant and he had to marry her, Billy Boswell? Oh, I thought you meant Eamon Holmes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the, the Eamon Holmes backstory. I seem to remember he was. He always walked around looking gutted. Um, I tell you what. The, tomorrow's <laughs> show, we are going to cast. They're making a movie of bread, and we are going to cast moldy it. bread. Okay. You, <laughs> why would you do Old that? Bread. Why would you do that? What? They're making two versions, actually, mm. for, to be politically correct: uh, white bread and brown bread. Now. Um, what about gluten free? No. Granary. Um, <laughs> oh, bless her. She tried. She said a bread. She's out of practice. She said, you've got, you got, you got, you got to take part. We have to go. Okay, I'll be bummed. Oh! Oh, dear listener, um, we are back tonight at 10. Thank you, thank you, Sam. It's nice to have you back. Thank you, Catherine. Um, do stay tuned. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.